humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight, you better believe you've got one. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Putin has made it clear in several interviews that he is well aware of how U.S. presidents come and go and U.S. policy never changes. Putin is well aware that it is the CIA who directs U.S. policy, and it is the intelligence agencies of NATO countries who have been covertly instigating war with Russia for decades. In the Tucker Carlson interview at the Kremlin, President Putin seemed to be speaking directly to the CIA, twice playfully hinting that Tucker is a representative of the intelligence organization. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have, do you have, uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Uh, thank you though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. And the CIA responded to Putin via their New York Times media outlet in the recent article, The Spy War, How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. The article admits that the CIA, operating through three different presidential administrations, has transformed the Ukraine into Washington's most important intelligence partners against the Kremlin. They have secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers over the past decade and constructed a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border used to launch cross-border attacks on Russian territory. This means the CIA is responsible for the attacks on oil refineries and energy infrastructure. The article describes secret underground command centers established near the Russian border, financed and equipped by the CIA. A CIA program called Operation Goldfish enabled Ukrainians to hack into Russian military networks, break into satellites, and decode secret conversations. Two years after the 2014 Western-backed coup in Ukraine, the CIA set up training programs for an elite Ukrainian commando force known as Unit 2245. The CIA trained Ukrainian spies who operate inside of Russia, across Europe, and in other places where Russia operates. The article points out that this operation may have been hidden from Trump. While Trump's rhetoric was friendly to Russia, his administration of anti-Russia war hawks, such as Mike Pompeo and John Bolton, kept Western aggression moving forward, which is what Putin has been pointing out for years. Presidents come and go, and the policy never changes. 
The article says nothing about the several bioweapons labs that the U.S. admitted to having along Russia's border. Some of these labs were seized by the Russian Federation, who say they are preparing to release a report on them, but have so far remained silent. Putin has made it clear that Russia's actions in Ukraine was in response to decades of hostile U.S.-NATO military expansion on Russian borders, and the CIA is now admitting this to be true. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. Warfare Network. We are 248 days, 12 hours, 52 minutes, 57 seconds out. The most important election in world history. All right. Huge stories, huge developments, over the top, absolutely amazing, absolutely riveting. Joe Rogan finds Jesus Christ. And I just saw this this morning. And I haven't talked to Joe in a couple of days. I'm going to call him today. But I, I, I told you that when I met with Joe recently, he is completely awake and dialed in. And on board. And I, and I, and I told you months ago, I would expect you to hear on air Joe Rogan saying it's a fight between good versus evil and that angels and demons are real. And I'm going to leave it at that, let Joe say it for himself. 
But I'm sure the archivists can find it just to show you we are tomorrow's news today. There are no atheists in foxholes. And I know Joe for 25 years. Hell longer. I've known since 1998 and friends since 99. And if we can get the most influential podcaster awake, which we've done, all of us together, God did it. And we've got Tucker Carlson on board. I'll leave it at that. He told me to my face that we basically helped him, uh, triggered his awakening. It, it, it's not me doing this. It's God and it's all of you that support the broadcast and spread the word, but we are the tip of the spear. And I don't say that again to brag. I say it because we have to realize, and I have to realize when I'm upset or angry or discouraged that, no, we've been given so much damn victory by God that we better get a good attitude and realize that we're on the winning team here. So I've got mega massive news here that the Democrats are openly positioning and blueprinting and pre-programming, just like they did in 2020, how they're going to steal the 2024 election. This stack right here, I've got all the documents, the video clips, them admitting it. It is stunningly evil. But the good news is, nine months out, we got their battle plan. This right here, we can do the whole four hours on. You know what's just as important or more important? This right here. What did I say two weeks ago and last week? I said Putin's going to come out and say, if NATO officially moves into Ukraine, that's full war and it's nuclear war. And he's now come out and said it in the last three days in two interviews. And you got Lloyd Austin, that absolute New World Order piece of garbage, arrogantly in Congress, forcibly injecting our troops with poison shots, saying, we've got to crush Russia in Ukraine or we've got to go to war with Russia. We're already at war with Russia. It's becoming official by the minute. So if you love your children and you love living, you need to realize we're in a point in history that's the most dangerous we've ever experienced. Putin threatens to nuke West after accusing NATO of planning to strike Russia. The CIA last week came out in that big New York Times article that's in Greg Reese's latest report. I'll give you the headline of that report because it's vital and you should get it at man.video. We're going to post it right now at Real Alex Jones on Twitter so it gets more views because it needs to be seen. CIA admits to instigating the war with Russia, which they've always admitted, but, but now they're officially admitting it. And does that make Russia per- perfect or Putin perfect? No, but, but. We're not starting a fight here with Syria or Iraq. It's with the biggest nuclear power on the world, in the world. And it makes my head spin that we've gotten to this point. This is really bad. So last week, I, I or Monday, I came in and, and I said, I, I told my wife, that we've gone from the possibility of nuclear war, the probability, and then the next day, top Senate Republicans and a bunch of NATO officials and John Kirby, the spokesperson, or whatever Kirby's first name is, he came out and said, no, 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 we're not looking for troops on the ground, U.S. troops, and we're trying to move to reconstruction and, you know, some kind of peace deal. So that, what that tells you is there's a battle in the power structure 
about whether they're going to double down or not. It's like a crazy degenerate gambler that's lost everything and put five mortgages on their house and won't stop after three days of gambling in Las Vegas and is calling up family members asking them to give them loans. That's the crazy globalist trying to accelerate and double down. And you've got quite a few people that are evil and corrupt in the power structure, but they understand they're running up against a brick wall with Russia. And that means war with China, too. And, and sure, maybe the globalists kill all the Russians and the Chinese, but most of us are going to die in the process. So it's called a Pyrrhic victory. All we could hope for with our hijacked government leading us and driving us over the edge of a cliff is a Pyrrhic victory. Well, a Pyrrhic victory is where you win the war, but then you're destroyed in the process afterwards. It causes your collapse. And that's where we are. British Empire basically collapsed for World War II. They'd really already started to collapse to World War I because they were able to win the war, but spent so much money and energy that it fried them. And so that's where we are. Vladimir Putin wildly claims NATO strike on Russia imminent as he sends chilling warning. He's not wildly saying it. NATO supplying the troops, the advisors, the CIA bases, the weapons, and says they're not going to give up or back down. So that's our first big story that we're going to get into right now. So Joe Rogan saying we need Jesus. And that's a bellwether. That's a weather vane. That's an indicator. That's a gauge. The, the Democratic Deep State Party getting ready to steal the election and announcing all these horrible permutations of how they'll do it. Stunning information we'll get into. The whole nuclear war, expanded war with Russia front. And then it goes on, speaking of Joe Rogan, Cat Williams goes on and talks about how fluoride is so bad in the water and how it's causing brain damage and all the rest of it and gives a good breakdown of it. And he gets flooded with attacks saying, oh, no, it's good, it's nutritious. You're a chemical phobe, he's being called. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of chemicals that really hurt you or will kill you. A lot of chemicals that are good for you. But imagine that level of ignorance. I got a big stack on that. Also, Southern California government, the state government, says they're going to weather modify to try to fix the weather problems. Well, they're already engaged in weather modification. We'll be getting into all of that. The great cash out, Jeff Bezos, Leon Black, Jamie Dimon, and other Walton families have now sold a combined $11 billion in company stock this month, some for the first time ever. That doesn't sound like a lot of money with these people in the aggregate, but those are some of the biggest moves ever because when they do that, it signals a sell indicator. Then, of course, we have the fiasco of the bumbling, stuttering, teleprompter-reading puppet Joe Biden, juxtaposed with Trump, that's a huge, 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 huge area. Let me look at Biden can barely walk right here. And then these claims by ABC News and others, that's the new talking point that, well, you know, Trump just wouldn't support the new bill that would have ended the open border. Then I have the Democrats separately admitting their goal is an open border and that that's their plan. 
So we have all of that. And then we have the giant crime waves that are exploding. Biden's America, Macy's closing, 150 stores nationwide. San Francisco store says rampant shoplifting to blame for closing. We have the leader of the conservative party who's set to probably be the next leader of Canada saying that, oh, guess what? We have a scandal. It's right over here. We have a scandal of secret gain of function bio labs that Trudeau's running. So it's, it's, it's all starting to come out very, very, very fast. And that's just some of what we're going to be covering here today. But now is the time to be praying. And I've explained this to Joe Rogan, and he's a smart guy, that there are forces of good and evil, and there is a force in the universe that wants us to destroy ourselves, and that I, I know that he, you know, grew up not super religious and was more scientific and never, never really knew what was true. And you look at the corrupt church, both quote Christian and Catholic, and it's so corrupt at the top. You think, well, this is a fraud, which it is. But that the archetypes of the devil and God are real. And then once you understand the archetypes are real, where the archetypes come from, well, that's because there's something behind the archetype and that the devil is real and that no amount of money or no amount of power will protect you if you do not have Christ. And for whatever reason, the evil flees when confronted with the name of Jesus Christ if you believe in it. And I know so many other prominent people. I've talked about this on air. I've told you I know multiple prominent people that have had poltergeist experiences where they are literally thrown up against a wall by a black shadow and their flesh ripped open. And I told you that that's why these people are finding Jesus. But I told you I was told this in confidence, so I'm not going to say their names, but... We're entering the zone of two plus two equals four. And I'm not saying it's Joe Rogan. I'm not saying it's Tucker Carlson. I'm not saying it's Russell Brand. I'm not saying it's Donald Trump. I'm not saying it's Dr. Phil. You figure out who it is. But two of the people I just mentioned... who don't even really believe in God and, and and don't know and are just more like, oh, I'm into science, have literally had black shadows come into their room at night while they're getting in bed and thrown them against the wall and just bloody claw, just ripping them and blood everywhere. Now, what is that? You think you can be big and powerful and reach hundreds of millions of people and be doing things that are anti-Satan and going against the agenda of Satan? And then you don't have Jesus to protect you. You're you're going to be attacked. The devil's going to operate through all the possessed people he's got. It's a program. It's interdimensional resonance. It's, it's a. It's just like my phone over here has a wireless charger. You, I can't see the energy transmitting into it, but it's transmitting into it off that pad. And when I've been told these stories by prominent people, and, and it's more than two people, but I mean two super prominent people. I go, don't tell me your story yet. Let, let me guess. And they go, how do you know this? And I said, because it's an experience happening to more and more people. So I'm explaining it again. If you're exposing these satanic interdimensional forces 
the, the special operations of this interdimensional alien invasion. That's how they come through. Just think of them as aliens, and then then you can sell all these people because that's what they are from their perspective. But they're demons. They're interdimensional creatures. And people are going to laugh at that till one attacks them. <laughs> See, and I know the Bible that as you approach Revelations, the gates of hell are going to be open, the interdimensional gate, and only a small number of Satan's operatives were here before. The gates will be thrown open, and we're going to have these things literally running around the streets. So that's where we are. Now, you ask, why would these creatures attack people that were doing God's work but didn't have God's protection? You'd think that would make them wake up and accept Jesus. They can't help it. If you're not protected, they want to destroy you. They, it's like a zombie wants brains. It's got to go after you. It's its mission. But a lot of people who are super smart and super prominent get attacked by these spiritual forces, and they get scared, and they bow down to it. And there's been many... Famous people talk about this. And Arthur C. Clarke was a super genius and invented the telecommunications satellite and, and so much more and was a, a, a big futurist for OSS. But he didn't have God, and so he bowed to it. And then he was given the transmission. And that's why if you read his books, it's the Illuminati plan. Same thing with like Isaac Asimov and the Foundation series and iRobot. So understand, folks, every culture reports this because it's real. You're like, well, that's fantastical. Have you looked at the stars at night? Have you, have you looked at the sun? Have you looked at the birds? The, have you looked at the wind uh, you know, blowing through the clouds? H have you not felt the energy, the good and the bad? I mean, we're on a fantastical planet in a unbelievably amazing universe and we only see one tiny sliver of the light spectrum. There's energy and interdimensional bleed. And the quantum mechanic shows all of this. That's how Max Planck, 135 years ago, he really came up with all the equations that Einstein picked up on and popularized. And Einstein was smart too, not taking away from him. But Einstein admitted he wasn't even a mathematician. He just popularized it from Max Planck and others. And they literally sat there and envisioned particles and how they would go together with math and thought we will discover those and prove those. And then they did. And then they were able to isolate them. And they were able to then create the hydrogen bomb, the atomic bomb before that. That's hundred plus year old mental visions that we're given to control the universe. Because we're designed to learn how to conquer all this matter and ourselves to have all that power and to control it. But there is free will in the universe, and there's been a lot of entities and a lot of creatures and a lot of things that have decided not to go along with the program. But if you decide to not go along with God's program, you're going to go with the devil's program, and you're going to be fully taken over by it. And it's powerful, and it tempts you, and it manipulates you. Because you're designed to be able to interface with any of it. So you've got doorways into your soul, and the only way you protect it is Jesus Christ and that defense shield. And if you want to get deeper into it, 
the way I'm able to convince atheists and people just call on Jesus, and I'm going to say Jesus is real and a real force, but imagine it as an archetypal fulcrum through which we understand real archetypes that we faced before. So the archetypes embedded in you and programmed in you, but where did the archetype come from? The demon, the, 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 the creature attacking, the, the creature trying to lead you astray and hurt you. Why does every culture have that innately there? Because in our ancient past, our, our genetic ancestors and our spiritual ancestors faced that before. And they start scientifically can, uh, can understand that from their limited you know, third dimensional scientific understanding. And then you go further and you say, and if we're spiritual beings that are able to manifest and build and create what we want, like God said in Genesis, and that what we imagine, what we plan is manifest. It may take a hundred years, a thousand years, but we build it. We do it. We're made in the image of God, not God, but we are creators. And look what we've already done as babies. And there is an entity with a force that is threatened by us in our expansion in the universe that does not want us to expand and does not want us to push the evil and the darkness out of the universe and bring beauty and perfection and order to it. We don't do that ourselves, but carrying God's spirit into the third dimension that resonance force, that seed, that spiritual DNA, we're then able to build these outposts and beachheads in this overrun third dimension. And when people hear that, they resonate deep down. They understand it's ancient. It's true. You know what's true when you hear it. You can smell it. You can taste it. You can feel it. And it's something you already knew. So you're not being taught this by Alex Jones. You're simply having your amnesia removed so that you can remember how truly ancient you are and how amazing you are and how wonderfully and frighteningly you're built. There's a lot of Bible quotes. You translate it back into the Greek or the Aramaic. It's, it's God looked at what he made and said, I've created something incredibly powerful and dangerous. I've created a weapon. I've created something that's just absolutely horrifyingly powerful if it's evil. We're the weapon system. We're the big dogs. These demons are nothing. But if you took a newborn baby that can't crawl and can't fight and you put it in a bed of fire ants, they're going to kill it. They're programmed to eat it, sting it, bite it, kill it and we're a baby that's been put down in a bed of fire ants but we have that basic program to call out for our father and when we do that a defense shield goes around us and they try to penetrate they try to attack but that's why they're targeting as above so below the children because we are the children of God, and there's this larger plan, and you know it when you hear it. You already knew it before you were born. And so once you understand that the archetype of Christ is real, and if we are this incredibly powerful spiritual being, even if you're an atheist and don't believe in Christ, but you've seen the power of, of, of human potential, when we all believe on Christ, then that builds like believing in the Roman gods, when you don't believe in the gods anymore, they die. You now believe in Christ 
as love, as energy, as good, as coming together, as defeating evil. It now creates Christ. Now, that's the New Age copy, but it's one level of truth. Christ is real, a real person sent here by God because God would only put himself through something before he would ask us to do it. But you explain it to them in that way and give them the whole pantheon. They accept the first version, the counterfeit, because they've been programmed, and then you give them the real version. Full spectrum analysis. And that was my mission. And you backed me in my mission. And we are completing my mission. Our mission. I told you months ago, Joe Rogan would soon call on Jesus. We'll find the clip. And it's happened. And that's God. And that's the power God's given us. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against a globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser. Keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the earth. We're told all this garbage so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much, they had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates.
I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Broadcasting worldwide on this March 1st. From deep in the heart of FEMA Region 6, Austin, Texas. Transmitting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. All right, so it's a real fight between good versus evil. People are going to either choose a side. Or they're going to be lukewarm and God's going to spit them out of his mouth. So finishing up on the whole spiritual issue that's really not number one, it's everything. It's not like the most important issue. It's the entire issue. It's our being, our, the reason we're here, our secret history, all the information that's going to begin to come out very, very soon. So when I was doing the analogy of the fire ants and the baby, let, let's use an analogy of a baby, a, a two-day-old baby laid out in a field a bunch, amongst a bunch of wolves. Now, if that's a full-grown man... It's 25 years old with a shotgun. The wolves aren't going to mess with him. That's a developed human. That's who we are in the future. We discover who we are, discover our incredible power, discover we can only be directed by God as the energy source to program and control that. But by our free will, we have to dial into it to be given the blueprint of the great architect. And the left will all say, and the, and the people that hate me, oh, gosh, that's a Mason or Illuminati thing. Everything the devil does is a counterfeit. The rainbow is not a symbol of pedophiles. It's a symbol of God's eternal promise to us. God is the great architect. He's described as the great architect. He's described as look at the stars and everything around you. And that's, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's God's work. And then the Illuminati calls the, Satan the great architect. It's like Christ is the morning star. Lucifer calls himself the morning star as well. So if I say we follow the sun of the morning star, people will take that clip out of context. You'll see a three-second clip. Alex Jones just endorsed Lucifer. It doesn't matter. They'll take that clip. They'll cut out where I show the Bible verses and that Jesus is the sun of the morning star. Lucifer says he's the sun of the morning star. They're not one and the same. Lucifer is a counterfeit. So because all people have ever seen is a counterfeit, they then, when they see the real thing, don't know it. And it's done over and over and over and over again. 
the Pharisees out there that want to say everybody's a devil worshiper when they're not. And when somebody that's been worldly comes over to our side and says, we don't trust them. If you actually read what Christ said in the Gospels, that's, he spent most of his time criticizing those people. He was out trying to find the bad guys, the people that had been caught up by Satan, but that weren't conscious of it to convert them over, not the hypocrites that told people how good they were all day. My people say, oh, look at the star of Texas. It's satanic. It's a pentagram. No, it's not. It's a star. And that's symbols God gave us, and it's the symbol of the head, the arms, the legs. Satanism is the inversion of man, the destruction of man. That is the satanic symbol. That is the pentagram. Just like the cross is the sign of Christ's ultimate sacrifice and defeat of hell and death and the devil, you invert it, it's satanic. A swastika is simply a sun symbol of the sun moving through the heavens. Hitler went and appropriated it. And now liberals go to India and Tibet and they see swastikas and demand they be taken down. So our, our problem is the Satanist, but they're able to win because there's so many fake hypocrite Christians that go around giving Christ a bad name, misrepresenting that they're Christ and they're the priest class and they speak for Christ. No, you go directly to Christ's words or you interface with the Holy Spirit directly and test the Spirit. You don't get it from these churches that will tell you what I'm saying is occultic. When they're occultic, they're hiding things. The opposite of occult is bringing light to it. Oh, that's the Illuminati, the light bearer. No, God is the light. Satan was allowed, when he was Lucifer, to hold the light and travel with the light and show people a, a, a dimmed form of it because they couldn't handle it. Again, everything is a counterfeit with Satan. That's how he operates. That's what he does. And so people will say, well, you know, Joe Rogan started talking about Jesus. Now we need Jesus. Well, we can find a photo of him at some UFC event making a joke when Anton LaVey's son there and doing a devil sign. The same people that say that about Joe as he wakes up and comes to Christ are the ones that will freeze the video I just did where I showed the devil sign he was making to show you what that sign is, not to invoke it, not to support it, but they will show that because they're the devils and say that I'm promoting the devil there. Even though if they knew the progenitor of that symbol goes back over 800 years to Italy of Christians was superstitiously warding off the devil with that sign I just showed you. And I don't even use that sign to sit there and try to ward off evil. I pray to God. I pray for the Holy Spirit. And the symbol I most resonate to is the cross. But this is the symbol in Italy of warding off the devil. That's what this is. Now, is that the symbol in modern times of Satanists? Yes, because they take over every single symbol. Until the 1970s, gay meant you were a happy person. Now it means you have sex with other men. Again, that's how Satan and his operatives are taking over every form of the communication. Every form of logic has to be taken over. Every symbol has to be taken over so you cannot communicate. And it's done over and over and over again. And so remember, 
the people that aren't out there exposing evil or fighting corruption and saying everybody's the devil but them, that's what Christ talked about as the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And that's who they are. And they're the worst people they are. Because I can confront the open Satanist. And I can expose them. But it's the people creeping around claiming they're holier than thou that keep the Joe Rogans and others from joining us because they're looking for God. They're looking for Christ, but they see the inherent fraud and the inherent arrogance and the inherent control freakism of people out there trying to keep you in their little group, in their little cult, their little, their little fake Christian denomination. Cause only they're the only pure ones. They're the only good ones. Well, I'm not telling you I'm pure and good. I've fallen. I'm sinful. I know it, but I know Jesus Christ is King. I know the Holy Spirit's real. I know I've been given visions. I know I was told the future. I know I love God. I know I'm getting more sanctified and pure every day and far from, far from good. My best works are dirty rags, but I know God's plan and I know God's got a plan for you. Skip this break coming up. Yeah, there's Rodney, who rightfully said, I don't do this symbol for the devil, even though he's saying about it all in poetry, good and evil. So the devil is never a maker. The less that he gives, he's a taker. Well, those are words about the devil that are true. His grandmother showed him that symbol. It was Italian. That's the symbol to ward off the devil. And again, I'm not defending that symbol because that symbol has been captured. But what does the left do? They say, take down the American flag because there was slavery under it. But what is the flag? But the flag came into a country that began the process of ending it and has done more good than it's done bad. Do I worship the flag? No. But I'm not going to let them define what the American flag symbolizes. Does that make sense? So it's not about a defense of the evil eye or warding off the evil eye. That's what that is or that is. It's about getting you to become more sophisticated and see through all this because I've got World War Three news that's bigger than ever. I've got election fraud stealing news that's bigger than ever. I've got all this news, huge border news, and I'll get to it all. But I'm really here today drilling into all this and talking about all this because I want you to get the big picture. That I know Joe Rogan personally very well and that he's having a process of understanding there's a spiritual war understanding it's not just an archetype, understanding he should choose a side and he's starting to choose Jesus and we should rejoice in that. And Tucker Carlson said he was, you know, an Anglican and wasn't really sure God was real, but kind of, you know, was a Christian born that way, so went along with it. But now he's experienced good and evil. He's seen it. He says, we need Jesus. We need God. We need to pray. We're under evil attack. He's good. And that's something extremely positive that we've come to this point that there is a revival happening, not in the controlled churches that only care about their 501c3 tax exemption, but, but in the leaders of the thought process who bid opposing the globalists because it takes their rights, it takes their freedoms. And so then Satan attacks them to try to drive them in fear under his control. And instead, because they're strong men, they say, no, I need a stronger power. I need Christ. We need Jesus. Half these churches won't even say the name Jesus. 
know, growing up, going to a hardcore rock concert or getting into stuff that's undoubtedly satanic, you do it because it's rebellion, it's, it's fun, it's where your friends are, there's energy. There's a lot of girls. What matters is, is in your process of life, moving away from that and finding God. That's why they want to get the children young and totally fry them before they go through the process of going through some periods of being tempted by evil and then leaving the evil, not being part of the evil, pulling away from the evil, making the right decision like Christ being tempted by the devil when he was out in the wilderness for all those days. And that's what this is all about. So I'm going to play the Joe Rogan clip. I'm going to move on into all the temporal news. Uh, that's happening currently, but th- this is a positive, positive thing. Here it is. But I think as time rolls on, people are going to understand the need to have some sort of divine structure to things, some sort of belief in the sanctity of love and of truth. And a lot of that comes from religion. A lot of people's moral compass and the guidelines that they've used to follow to live a just and righteous life has come from religion and unfortunately a lot of very intelligent people they dismiss all the positive aspects of religion because they think that the stories are mere superstitious fairy tales that you know they're they have no place in this modern world and you know we're inherently good and your ethics are based on your old moral compass and we all have one and that's not necessarily true we need to we need jesus (laughs) (laughs) i think for real like if he came back now it'd be great like jesus if you're thinking about coming back right now now's a good time pretty soon yeah now's a good time so that's that's Joe really beginning to come out for everybody that, that 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 he's really beginning to find God and find the Lord. And remember, the crew reminded me of this. And they're absolutely right. Pull up the cross of Peter. Peter was crucified upside down. So that was a Christian symbol till the Satanists took it over too. But imagine if I wore a T-shirt with that, even said cross of Peter on it, it wouldn't matter to the Pharisees and the lawmakers and the control freaks that always want to say they're better than you. Well, guess what? I'm not better than you, but I know I'm on a mission from God, and I know I've attacked evil, and through God working through us, all glory to God, we have devastated the New World Order together. And if you look at the fruits of InfoWars, I'm hated by the Satanists, I'm hated by the Soroses, I'm hated by the world, because I'm not rolling over to them. I'm not going along with them. It's that simple. So I'm done even getting down into that quicksand of debating who's got the right connection to Christ and who's the best and who's good and who's bad. I just know I love God. I know I'm opposing the whole New World Order agenda, but I also love the sinners who aren't totally turned over to evil. I don't love the sin, but those that are deceived, I love them as the prodigal son, and I want to get them, and I want to reach them. I want to reach the the, the auto mechanic or the school teacher or the farmer or the police officer or the Joe Rogan. I want to reach them all because they have a beautiful soul and a beautiful spirit. And I want to be with them resonating with their energy into eternity. Because I love them and I love you. All right. uh, I'm done preaching. But. That's really where we are. 
got a huge guest coming on, and I like the huge guest the third hour, but I, I guess he's over in the other side of the world, so he can only come on next hour. So we've got one of the top morticians, I mean, most prominent, uh, exposing the mass death from the shots, and I promised to get him on, so he's coming on. And then I'll have to, in the third hour, uh, get into the World War Three scenarios and the fluoride news and the poison shot news and the illegal bioweapon uh, bases posed by the leader of the conservative party in Canada and the border news and all of that. We need to do a deep dive uh, on the poison shots and the massive blood clots that they are causing and creating. But I, I do want to hit this now and I'll probably have to come back to it in, in the uh, third hell. I might just take over the fourth hour today because I've, I've got to talk about this. Can we put up the full show headline guys, please? Thank you. This is uh this is a big deal right here. But it's almost such a big deal that if I just cover this now, nobody will care. I mean, we'll have like four or five million people see it. But if I built it up for three or four days and maybe had some fireworks go off or something, we'd have 50 million see it. And that's really what I'm looking to do is actually beat these people. And see, I, I, I'm not trying to control human nature. In fact, it's the opposite. I know human nature. But I don't know. Everything we've talked about is huge here. I don't know how I get people's attention on this because the Democrats are openly saying the First Amendment is the enemy. We've got to shut it down. It's America's Achilles heel. Uh, the Republicans are getting ready to steal the election again. While the CIA, while the Justice Department, while all these groups openly do it, Whoopi Goldberg says, well, we could just have Biden arrest all the Republicans. Well, they're kind of already doing that. Or they're certainly trying to. I mean, Trump's been arrested, what, five, six times and then let out on trial, but Everything they say we're doing, they're doing. So what I'll do is, but what am I going to do about World War Three? I mean, I mean, I guess I can do thirty minutes in the in the, in the third hour on World War Three and play Lloyd Austin and all the rest of it. But uh, I can do World War Three in ten minutes because people understand we're we're under World War Three threat. But what people aren't really talking about is that the Democrats are currently already stealing the election again. And I don't say that to make you not go out and vote. No, no, vote an even bigger landslide. That can hopefully overpower it. But but this this is their blueprint for tyranny. And I've got all these video clips, all these statements, all these admissions. This will take at least 30 minutes to get to. It's unbelievable. Uh, let me do this, though, or we will not be here. And, you know, there's a side of me. I've been doing this 30 years in April. It'll be 30 years. That just wants to say, hey, people are really starting to wake up. I've done my work. I don't have to push so hard. So what if InfoWars shuts down? Though I do care about the crew. But I've gone from really enjoying this to it being habit to now. My biggest frustration is there's so much incredibly powerful information I could take one article and do a great monologue and nail the living hell out of it and really reach people. But instead, I'm kind of in this mode of trying to hit a thousand things. That's the only way to understand it all. And then there's not a way to always drill down into it properly. But it's real simple. We've we, we've had a huge effect here, and, and we're having a big effect more than ever right now. And when I tell you we need your support, we need it. And And... 
again, part of me wants to just, you know, say, hey, I think I've put in a couple good licks on the enemy and, and punch out of here. But then every time we've done that, every time I start to think about that, I war game that, I, I see us have even bigger successes and I realize how critical we are. So when I'm telling you how critical we are and what a big effect we've had. I, I'm really telling myself that because I don't want to say I'm exhausted. It, it's kind of the opposite of that. My discernment, as yours is, I'm sure as well, is accelerating now. And it's painful. I mean, it, 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 it's painful. It's not a coward thing, uh, but it's kind of like, you know, sticking your hand in a beehive. And my, my hand's been in the beehive for 29 plus years. And just at a certain point, it's just like, but I'm st- the hands in the beehive though, and boy, it hurts. But I'm like, man, we're having a bigger effect. The longer I hold my hand in the beehive, the bigger effect we have. Uh, but look, bottom line, it would make it a lot easier if I wasn't running around scrabbling constantly just trying to keep this operation where it's at. I want to expand it. And I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. But all of you that have supported us, you know who you are. I want to thank you. we got great products you already need. Go to InfoWarsStore.com if you like incredible 10-hour clean energy without the letdown. Turbo Force, uh, if you care about your blood and your brain and your arteries and, and, and you know everything, you need to get uh, Nitric Boost. that has been recommended by Dr. Judy Mikovits and more. Nitric boost, if you care about inflammation and your body and all, all your organs and anti-cancer, body's ultimate turmeric formula is 95% curcuminoid. That's the strongest out there. This does amazing things. That's all at InfoWarsStore.com as well. And while you're there, get a Team Humanity t-shirt, uh, get the uh, Gadsden slash red, white, and blue shirt. I came up with it. I think it's a pretty good shirt. Limited edition, get a copy of uh, one of my books, The Great Awakening. That's the current book and the last book, The Great Reset, The Plan to Destroy the New World Order is basically what both books uh, get into. Uh, the first of the latest books, I've done a book in over a decade. It's not my first book, but it's one of the latest books, is uh, The Great Reset and The War for the World. That's what's happening. And the second book uh, is powerful, about twice the length, and that's the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next great renaissance. So that's all at InfoWarsStore.com. And then another great sponsor we've got that makes the show possible is DrJonesNaturals.com, which is DrJonesNaturals.com. All the silver products that we had years ago that were bestsellers that aren't available at InfoWarsStore.com, some for over three years, are back in stock. The original super blue toothpaste with nano silver, iodine, tea tree, all the other great essential oils and things that is wonders for your gums, your teeth, anti-tartar, everything, fluoride-free, is available at InfoWarsStore.com. You get all the other stuff, but 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 where you get all the Dr. Jones Naturals products that are not available at InfoWarsStore.com is DrJonesNaturals.com. So the immune gargle with nano silver, the wound gel with the nano silver, and then a whole bunch of other great supplements are there at DrJonesNaturals.com, and they're a great sponsor and make this broadcast possible. So if you want to keep us on air while getting great products at the same time, take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139 for InfoWars or go to DrJonesNaturals.com. And there's just too many products to mention. They're amazing. They're the highest quality supplements. So many great things available at DrJonesNaturals.com. Okay, uh, we're going to go to break here in a few minutes, and I'm going to come back and bring on our special guest, 
And then I'm going to get into the border situation, but, but everybody pretty much knows about that. And, and I'm going to hit this news. So overhead shot, please. Uh, the U.S. is bracing for complex, fast-moving threats to elections this year. FBI Director warns. So there's fast-growing threats. That's AP. And you dig deeper. Oh, the Russians are going to hack it again. Oh, the right-wingers are going to steal it again. So we'll arrest you if you say the Democrats are going to steal the election, but we're going to say the Republicans are horrible and evil and all the rest of it. And then how Democrats could disqualify Trump if Supreme Court doesn't. And there's several big articles out of the New York Times and the Atlantic Monthly all explaining that. How Democrats can disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. So so they're saying even if he wins officially, we're not going to deny he won. We're just going to remove him. Not, hey, Trump, I thought I might have been robbed on an investigation. No, no, no. You won and you don't get it. And then it gets worse. Whoopi Goldberg comes out and says, let's just have Biden arrest all the Republicans. Just full on Adolf Hitler, 1940. Here's Whoopi Goldberg. We'll uh, get to that coming up. Whoopi Goldberg, quote, let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court is immune from everything. Biden could do, he could just, he could just throw a Republican in jail. So, so, and by the way, that's a talking point she's been given. And then it just goes on from there. I just covered the tip of the spear. I just covered the first part of it. So, I mean, they're preparing for their giant martial law mass arrest program against us. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells. And then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. What happens to your country 
if this American aid doesn't arrive. The bottom line on nuclear weapons is that when the president gives the order, it must be followed. There's about four minutes between the order being given and the people responsible for launching nuclear weapons to do so. As president, I will make it clear that the United States will treat cyber attacks just like any other attack. We will be ready with serious political, economic, and military responses. They're voting for peace on planet Earth if they vote for Trump. But if they vote for Hillary, it's war. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> with her, you'll end up in World War III. I want the Iranians to know that if I'm the president, we will attack Iran. Right now, Senator, for us to control all of the airspace in Syria would require us to go to war against Syria and Russia. The U.S. military has just raised the threat level to DEFCON 2. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is still threatening Russia with military action following unconfirmed reports of further hacking. It's like she's not even concerned about the repercussions. Of course not, because she's... Really loud noise. All right, looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. We'll try to get Leanne back on in a few minutes. When the president gives the order, it must be followed. The year is 1995, and InfoWars launches the last of America's counter-globalist probes. 
in a freak mishap, InfoWars.com and Alex Jones are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Alex Jones to Earth 25 years later. later. Transdimensionally, over the space-time continuum through full space. Where people are extremely lazy, the social engineers are there laughing. What we envisioned 100 years ago, 20 years ago, is now reality. While the society unravels, men run around totally frantic, not knowing how to be men, and women run around frantic, not knowing how to be women, and they don't understand that it's an animating contest of life, and that it's fulfilling to be informed, it's fulfilling to be involved, it's fulfilling. InfoWars, tomorrow's news, today. Number two, my friends. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. If you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com, look at the list of ingredients, and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar, so it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star Reviews. Turbo Force at InfoWarStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get Turbo Force today at InfoWarStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five star reviews. Get Turbo Force now. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones, coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. Our ties into the insane biomedical system we're facing. We showed TV viewers overhead shot, please. We have Pierre Polyvier, the guy that will probably end up being the next leader of Canada, who's totally anti-globalist, coming out and saying, we've just received these documents. Trudeau has been covering up a massive security breach at the Trudeau government, most sensitive laboratory, where the most dangerous viruses and pathogens are studied and handled. Gain of function, bioweapons. Trudeau's government, head of pathogens, was collaborating with members of Beijing's People's Liberation Army. Now, what does Senator Paul talk about? Fauci held conferences called in support of gain of function. How to accelerate gain of function. Now, they were already caught robbing the bank with the Wuhan lab and the leak and then the poison shots. 
But then we have emails going back to 2014-15 under Obama when Fauci was running this program, and the scientists at Chapel Hill, North Carolina, on record back then, said this is illegal as hell. They're doing gain-of-function, turning the common cold with coronaviruses into stuff that will kill you deader than a hammer. So they moved the project to Wuhan to have plausible deniability. And now Victoria Newland, the ambassador to Europe, admits that, okay, the U.S. does have biolabs, like Putin said, in Ukraine. That's why we got to go to war to stop him from getting it. I got that clip. You want to see it? It's right here, overhead shot. You want to see it again? I'm not making this up. Told you that three years ago before the Russians invaded. And I was the big evil conspiracy theorist. But I want to go to our guest because this all ties in together with it. He's a very busy man. We appreciate his time. With Congressman Matt Gates exposing it. But just remember this article. American Heart Association, this is all confirmed, was paid off by Procter & Gamble to say heart disease was caused by saturated fat from beef or pork or chicken or anything. And it's not. It's seed oils that absolutely you're not designed to eat that just to kill you dead in a hammer. They knew this decades ago, and the documents have come out in lawsuits. They paid them off to cover it up. So th they're doing this on a lot of fronts, not just the genetically engineered mRNA gene therapies that the Depending on what insurance company numbers you let it look at or what government numbers, the numbers are conservatively 17 plus million up to 23 million dead. They admit life expectancy dropping in every Western country, fertility nose diving, cancers exploding. It's all parabolic. The disease, the illnesses are going straight up. The fertility is going straight down. And then you've got the rubber meeting the road. The pathologists, the coroners, the undertakers, the embalmers, the the, the, the people that see it, and, and the and the people that run the mortuaries, the people that run the graveyards, and there's just record level amount of people dying, getting buried, particularly children, because it's rare to see a bunch of dead kids. And now they tell you on the news it's regular to have heart attacks when you're five. So we'll go to our guest, but I wanted to just dovetail. This is a big picture here. Here is the man who is in the lead to be the next prime minister of Canada with the man that says he admires China's dictatorship. Breaking the news in Parliament of the incredible information they have. Here it is. We've just received these documents that Trudeau has been covering up for years documents related to a massive security breach at the Trudeau government's most sensitive laboratory, where the most dangerous viruses and pathogens are studied and handled. We have learned that the Trudeau government's head of pathogens was collaborating with members of Beijing's People's Liberation Army who are responsible for bioweapons and bioterrorism. We know now that uh, a People's Liberation Army official was able to gain personal access, walk in the door, look at computers, 
and has access to all of our most important virological secrets. Let me, if you think any of this is hyperbole, read the report yourself. And we've got that linked up on Infowars.com. It's even Politico's covering it. Pierre Polyvier is Canada's next conservative party leader. He is the leader. Okay. So, one more clip and we'll go to our guest for the balance of the hour. And I appreciate his incredible courage out of all the amazing embalmers and, and, and undertakers out there. He's been, for what he's exposed, the, the most prominent of a lot of really good whistleblowers. Uh, but here is the uh, U.S. Secretary of State minion, uh, Victoria Newland, working with Ukraine to prevent biological research facilities from falling into Russian hands. Remember, just a year ago, they said it was a conspiracy theory. The same biolabs that U.S. always denied existed and knew nothing about. Here, here she is in Congress. Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. Okay, but then we have this headline, Infowars.com, Canadian head of pathogens collaborated with Chicom military at Winnipeg Biolab. And Trudeau covered it up. All right. John O'Looney joins us. He's with Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services. John O'Looney runs a family-owned business in the U.K. called Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services. He and his family have worked hard over the past few years to create and grow the business and have had the honor of serving a massive number of families with personalized caring services and uh, he has uh, spoken out against the white clots that nobody's ever seen until now. Also, these coffee grain uh, clots that he's been seeing in the bodies he deals with. And the website is mkffs.co.uk. So we have funeral director John O'Looney joining us. Uh, John, thank you so much for watching your stuff uh, the last few years as this has unfolded. I know you've been censored. I know you've been uh, attacked. And we really appreciate you. Just in summation up front, and then you can drill into it. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your work and what you've witnessed and, and then where you think this is all going. So um, my name's John O'Leary. I'm a funeral director based in Milton Keynes. I've been a funeral director for 18 years. Ten of those were spent working for a big main funeral provider. And then I jumped ship and set up on my own eight years ago. Um, and I've been a funeral director, obviously running my own funeral home ever since. Talk about what you began to, to, to witness, because a lot of people know who you are. They, you've had hundreds of millions of people see your videos. But for those that don't know who you are, describe the process then of what you normally saw and when you started seeing uh, these new developments in 2021. So um, in 2021, early 2021, um, I saw a video from a guy called Richard Hirschman, who's an Alabama-based embalmer, and he talked about white clots that he'd been seeing. And we were struggling to um, embalm deceased in our care. And we thought initially that the, uh, the embalming pump wanted servicing. So we checked out the pump. The pump checked out fine. We then had a young guy in who was 30 who died suddenly, and he his family had asked us to embalm him. 
we started that process. And when we opened him up and tried to embalm him, we found that he was full of white, unnatural clots. Um, so the, the way it works is there are two types of death, Alex. There's an expected death and an unexpected death. Now, with an expected death, um, if we're embalming someone, we make an incision under the collar line in the carotid artery. We insert a pump that pumps formaldehyde around the body using the circulatory system. And we're able to do that um, with people that have, have not been embalmed. But where an embalming has taken place, the coroner removes the organs, does blocks of slides and checks and tries to ascertain the cause of this sudden death. Then he places the organs back in. But clearly, during the removal of those organs, it compromises the uh, integrity uh, of the circulatory system. So you can't do it from one point of the carotid artery, and they have to be manually targeted. And when we took the organs out of this young man and we targeted the the arteries, you can see the physical obstruction, uh, obstruction in the arteries. And when my embalmer's pulled it out, he's pulled um, a white clot out the entire length of this young man's leg. And that has uh, continued throughout 2021, 2022 and onwards. Absolutely incredible. And I've literally seen hundreds of different embalmers and undertakers talk about this, show videos of this. I've had dozens of them on the last few years. But I've looked at medical literature, and then I've had pathologists on, I've had coroners on, I've had uh, medical examiners on, medical doctors, and they say they're seeing the same thing. I see reports by the big big German pathology group saying, we've never seen this before. So, But, 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 but you see way more than a pathologist does. You're, you're again, right there, kind of on the river sticks, because people are going over the other side, and, and I know that your profession is one of the oldest in the world, one of the most scientific. I mean, what you do, it's different today, it goes back to Egypt, is preserving and embalming the body. Nowadays, I guess it would be to have the person look good, to say goodbye at a public event or an open casket, and, you know, give some great closure to people. So I think you do great work, hard work. Uh, but but you guys are an ancient science. I mean, you, you guys have been looking at dead bodies for 4,000 years, that's, and correct me if I'm wrong, this all comes out of Egypt, and, and, and now you're seeing things suddenly in 2021 you've never seen before. Exactly that. I mean, I worked for the coroner. The 18 years I've done, I've done seven years of that was spent working for the Northamptonshire coroner. My bo- uh, job was body recovery. So I would go to pick up uh, deceased people from all manner of places, be that RTAs, uh, road traffic accidents, suicides, hangings, literally sometimes pieces of people um, and all manners. And whilst I might not know the Latin phrase for every nerve and ligament, I could certainly look at the inside of someone and tell you if it looked normal, yes. And but it's not just you. It's the pathologist. It's, it's, it's the coroners. They're all saying they're seeing what you're seeing. You just see as 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 the folks doing the embalming, you, you do the dirty work, and you guys are saying universally, I've had a bunch on, you've never seen what you're seeing. And you already talked about it, but go, go into when you first started seeing these and when the alarm bells went off. But it's not just the big, long, three-foot-long clots, right? It, you, you're seeing it's also what we're hearing about coffee grounds. Yeah, so the coffee grounds one is it's almost like rust that we're seeing. The blood is rust. And it was interesting because I spoke to one mortuary manager um, over in... Uh, I believe it was Stoke Mandeville, and they um, happened, or was it John Radcliffe? One of the two, anyway. But this particular girl, she said that, um, in her words, it turned the blood to glue. 
you know, and this was some time ago. So it's common knowledge within the industry. Some people are talking about it. Some people won't talk about it. I suspect some people uh, who are members of certain societies have probably got a vow of silence is the reality. Um, but it doesn't change the truth, Alex, you know, and I, I'm very much like you where I've got a moral compass that drives me onwards and I refuse to stay silent. You know, they've tried to buy me. They tried to bump me off when I was in hospital uh, and um, they uh, uh, expelled me from uh, an overseeing body, uh, governing body that I was a member of. It won't stop me from telling the truth and I'm going to te- keep telling the truth. And I, it comes from, I can tell you, when I first spoke out three three years ago, uh, it was from a very lonely place. Um, not now because I'm seeing it. Uh, you know, uh, and other people are seeing it. So I kind of draw comfort from that and hope that this will all end soon and the criminals responsible can be brought to justice. That That is powerful information. And I was just telling the crew while you were talking, wow, when we post this later as a video and we're not live, put what you just said up front about the moral compass because I see this as a corruption operation. The average coroner, the average embalmer, the average mortuary operator, the average nurse or doctor is not corrupt or evil. But they're handed this fraud. The death starts. And it's scary to tell people, hey, this thing's happening. We're getting this big signal. And then when they are silent, now they begin to get captured by the corruption. And and, and what's exciting is three years ago, you were one of the first people speaking out. I remember that. Now you've been totally validated. But I see you nodding your head. Give a well, to be honest with you, I think what we've got is we've got a lot of good people doing very bad things for money. By design, we're all slave to the money lender, aren't we? You know, everyone is. We've all got bills to pay. So how long do you keep a secret before you then become complicit in that crime? And I would suggest, is it three months? Is it six months? At what point do you become complicit in the crime? And and uh, I think therein lies the problem. And I've racked my brain because a lot of these people, these mortuary staff, they're good people. I knew them beforehand. They cared very much about what they were doing and about people. They had that moral compass. Why are they doing what they're doing? I can only um, say it must be down to money. And the way I think it's probably been done is they probably, uh, and I would hasten to add this is only me guessing, I'm guessing they were offered a sum of money probably in 2019 for a non-disclosure agreement, a non-disclosure agreement that simply states you will not talk about anything at work outside work. They're paid a lump sum, I believe, and they couldn't believe they are up. They took that money. Who wouldn't? They've then um, uh, been busy spending that money. 2019 has come and gone. 2020 has appeared. COVID has appeared. And they've gradually sunk in this quagmire totally unable to be able to talk about anything because of this non-disclosure agreement. And I would su- suggest that it's probably um, where you'll get sacked, you'll get deregistered, and you'd have to repay the sum of money you had. That's my gut feeling because I knew these people. A few of them have got really strong will, you know, the strong characters. I don't think it would be intimidation. I think it's got to be financial and an agreement they've made and they've become complicit over the months, you know, uh, and they're now... S- They've got no way to go. They've got no way to turn because they've been hiding it for so long. They're actually implicated in it now. And the reason you wouldn't know is because you broke out on your own, as you said, eight years ago. So the, and, and we know they had them sign a lot of non-disclosures in, in the regular medical field. So we know that's going on, but describe for viewers and listeners and go wherever you want because you're the expert on this, sir. Uh, John Aloni's our guest, MKFF. S.co.uk, MKFFS. 
www.co.uk. We'll put it on screen here. About when you started to see it, uh, kind of the graph of how bad it's gotten. Is it worse now? Uh, has it has it subsided some because people aren't taking as many shots? Who are you mainly seeing this in? Well, uh, historically, um, obviously, being a funeral director for 18 years, you get a lot of experience in the field. I kind of have a good idea who should be dying when and in what numbers and at what ages. You know, hi- historically, it's always been a seasonal um, uh, uh, it, business in that in the winter there are more deaths from winter flu and stuff like that generally the elderly and cancer is a very interesting one so pre to uh, prior to the covid rollout covid jab rollout we would get people come in who'd lost their loved one to cancer and they would have a cancer story alex and that story would be two years five years even 10 years long we're now seeing people that are coming in who are dying from cancer in eight weeks from being asymptomatic to dead and these are people in their 40s and 50s. You know, these are people who wouldn't normally historically have died of cancer. So um, I, it's very interesting. I had um, an email from a hospice nurse today saying exactly that. And I've had a number of nurses reach out to me, hospice nurses, and I've been putting them in touch with peers and MPs and, you know, trying to generate some momentum to get this truth out to people. You know, uh, the other thing we're seeing, I would say percentage wise, they're making great effort to clean up disease that released to me now. I know that. Um, the pathology that's been used is uh, you get two types of pathology. You've got regular pathology where a post-mortem is done. And then, for example, in a murder case, you've got forensic pathology, which is a slightly increased level of dissection, a bit more thorough, a thorough look. And I believe they're making great effort because they now have been very um, vocal to clean these deceased out. And primarily, we're not finding much inside um, uh, post-mortem deceased now. It tends so let's to stop be right there. Out. Stop right there. I'm not a mortician like you or trained by a coroner, but I do, I've studied the science just to understand it. Never before or very rarely, when the autopsies or any of that, they're not doing embalming. They're not cleaning out the arteries. They're not cleaning out the veins. You guys began to discover this when you just try to put the formaldehyde in to the you know, to the big arteries or the big veins to get the body ready. You couldn't get it through. That's what they all told me. I've had a bunch of bunch of people on, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. You suddenly the veins were all clogged up. Never before saw it starting in 2021, and and then and then now you're getting prepared or quasi prepared, already cleaned up bodies. You, that's what you just said. So now the hospitals yes. are having to do cover up. Yeah, I be, I believe that's wow. what's happened. They're, we're seeing different uh, tactics by different. Let's just stop. Let's stop. You don't believe it. You're an expert that does this for a living. Did you ever see this? Uh, hardly ever. When did you see bodies that you're calling quote almost basically prepared already? So they're having to do your job, clear cover ups. What you're saying before you get yeah. the bodies now? That is incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm finding that certain parts of the body are being very much more dissected and I know that's to clean these bodies out I know these people are seeing what I'm seeing and when I first came across it I tackled the coroner, I sent an email in, I said look we've got this young guy in, we found these uh, really unreasonable clots inside him, but this is an illustration of that. Show us again, go ahead So this came out of uh, a woman's carotid artery um, Yeah. so basically we made an incision we pumped the formaldehyde in and when we removed the pump, there's back pressure and this fell out onto the tray 
from the back pressure, and this was inside this woman's carotid diary, and would have been throughout our system. And we're finding this in around about uh, where they did. Um, Major Tom Haviland was a real gentleman, um, your neck of the woods. He did uh, an anonymous survey to all embalmers, and the, the estimate is it's around 30-40% of the bodies. Some areas it's 50% of the bodies. Um, we're seeing unnatural levels of cancers, for example, and I would suggest that many of these cancers are probably these inside people's lungs and arteries. That's my gut feeling. Um, because people are dying that just wouldn't normally die. And they're dying at ages they wouldn't normally die. And they're calling you know, it, uh, they're calling it cancer. Yes, yes, of course, yeah. Wow. I mean, this is unbelievable. Wow. And, 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 and again, you could say, oh, the government, it was an accident. But then you look, it no, was it made wasn't. the, it wasn't. Exactly. Well, speak so, to that. Let me tell you. So we gotta go to break. Stay there. Now. We're back in just a few minutes. Incredible interview. I'm gonna try to shut up, give you the floor to just go over it all for people, but I want people to realize the magnitude of what they're hearing right now, and now they're covering up the bodies before they ship them to the mortuary, folks, because they know the people that have looked at thousands of bodies are going, what in the hell is this? This is unbelievable. And I know a lot of the morticians we talked to said they're seeing an increase. Even though the shots have stopped, this is increasing now. And is it getting into people that didn't take the shot? Is the shedding causing it? We'll talk to our guest, John Aluni. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And... uh Boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls, but uh, I, I tell you, Foundational is the right name for that product because I'll, I'll cut down to one. Uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before. 
that you got back. So well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All right, John O'Looney is a funeral director in England, in the UK. And he's been one of the most prominent people speaking out for three years. Now they're speaking out all over the world. They're seeing the same thing. Weird blood clots, white blood clots, things they've never seen before, mass death. And we see the real numbers from insurance companies showing that. So I said, looks to me like this isn't an accident. He said, oh, no, it's not an accident. And, and, and the break was coming up. But people ask, why would the system do this? Because once they get the medical system to go along, now they're compromised. Now they can really depopulate people and get away with this. This is all a test in my view. John O'Looney, you got cut off of the break. Please start over when I interrupted you with, you were saying, no, this is not by accident. No. So um, basically I, I've been very vocal really since the tail end of 2020, because there were no extra deaths in 2020. Um, uh, and uh, we I had a guy call me um, early in 2020. He said his name was John. He said that he was, um, working for a government-sponsored company, and he was part of the pandemic effort. And he's, the, the name he gave me was Pandemic Resilience. So I, he said that he would call me every Monday and he would ask a number of questions. And I, um, those questions were, how many could I hold capacity-wise deceased? Um, where had I picked people up? Where from? How many? And how many were COVID? And, and this was at a time when the doctor had stopped attending. So I would tell him this information. I would tell him, Every week when he rang up on a Monday and he would add that to his, to his numbers and straight away he started steering me. He started labeling people as COVID deaths that weren't. 
when I asked him why, for example, I'll give you an example. So I picked up one guy from a care home. He'd been there five years. He had onset dementia. I spoke to his family at the point of arrangement. They agreed he'd been there five years from onset dementia. There was no doctor present, no COVID test done, yet he would insist he was a COVID death over the phone. And I would ask him why, and he said that's because they had one deceased that passed away having given a positive PCR test, and they were instructed to label everyone as a COVID death from that point forward. So what happened was there were no more deaths than normal, but there were loads and loads of COVID deaths. So when it came to the beginning um, of 2021, everyone was begging for a cure and holding their arm out. And then people started dying. And I've been very vocal about this throughout 2021. Um, and in September of 2021, I took a call from a guy called Mark Sexton, who's a retired police uh, constable here in the UK. He invited me to a meeting in Westminster um, at a place called Birdcage Walk. So I attended this meeting. It was September the 28th, I believe, of 2021. And present at the meeting were Professor Dolores Cahill, Dr. Tess Laurie, um, Dr. Sukarit Bakdi, uh, Dr. Stephen Frost, Dr. Sam White, uh, a lawyer, Anna de Bissere and Philip Hyland, a barrister called uh, Francis Hall, and a minister, a very senior government minister by the name of Sir Graham Brady. Now, Sir Graham is the commissioner of something called the 1922 Committee, and politics vary from country to country. But this is a guy who's the commissioner of a group of men who hire and fire prime ministers in, in this country. So there is no one above him politically. So... We all had five minutes because their time is precious. And we I abbreviated basically what I've, I've kind of skimmed over what I've said. And um, I then listened as it went round the table, all telling Sir Graham Brady their concerns. And I'll be honest, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. They said that people that have had an active ingredient will die between years two and five and that there was no cure if they'd had an active ingredient. And my jaw was on the on the table. Then Sir Graham actually openly admitted it was above his pay grade, and he could do nothing about it. And he said whilst he would try, he couldn't promise anything. And at the end of the meeting, it was put to him by a number of us that when people find out what you've done, there'll be civil unrest the like of that we've never seen. There'll be civil war. I'm still convinced there'll be civil war if we don't stop this. He so, actually sir, I've openly, seen a lot of your videos, and I and I and I believe you. But I, I have not known this information. Start over and explain. You're at this high level regulatory meeting. You're on this board, yes. and they are they are confessing to this. So Sir Graham was told what would happen, and he said he couldn't stop it. You could see his face; he was ashen. He couldn't stop it. He said he would try, but he couldn't promise anything. And then he left the meeting. Now, we all went to this meeting um, universally. I certainly speak for myself and others that I've spoken to, thinking, oh, at last, someone's listening. You know, it's going to stop. We went there. He knew. He knew. And he openly admitted it was above his pay grade. But, 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 but put, what ad, uh, put what this put, put the terms you used in layman's terms for us. So we told him what was going to happen. People were dying. People were going to die. They then went into the mechanics of how they were going to die from cardio issues, from the cancers, what would happen to vaccine recipients between years two and five post-vaccination. So Graham listened, and then he openly admitted he couldn't stop it. He said it was above his pay grade, and whilst he would try, he couldn't promise anything, and then he left the meeting. They knew what that, they knew what was going to happen back in September of 2021. 
Wow. Now look at the excess deaths. We've had 100,000 extra excess sudden deaths in the last 12 months alone. The people that are coming through here, they're in their 40s, 50s, 30s sometimes. They're people that don't usually die, and every one of them has been COVID vaccinated. It needs to stop, and it needs to stop now. And the people that have done this need to be held to account. To give you an idea, I've spoken to two peers this week who have contacted me to gather evidence to start asking the right questions. Because if it was for me, I'd burst in the House of Parliament and I would stop it personally. But there's a certain way they have to do things, a certain protocol, a certain set of difficult, unanswerable questions that need to be answered. And that's the process. And by the way, John O'Looney, pause that on screen. That is William Shakespeare, real name, uh, first man or second person to take the shot, first man in the UK. He died very soon after it. So did all these other countless people. So people don't know what peers are in the UK. These are high level government officials. These are members of the, of the Lords, the Royals. House of Lords. Absolutely. House of Lords. Explain to people. Let's talk what that is, but also explain they're now on mainstream media in the UK, in Australia, in Europe, in the US, because I watch it all, suddenly saying, oh, we never made you take it, and oh, yeah, it is bad, and don't worry. We'll... So it seems like they now know it's blown up in their face. Can, can you speak to that? Yes. Yeah, so I would say uh, I've been told by one of these peers in particular that these people are panicking now. They're running around like Edris chickens because they know – they have come on top. People have discovered what's happened. Um, I'm getting families coming in now who are not only going through the grief of losing someone, but they know the vaccines have killed them. I'm getting nurses. I've got 90 nurses details on my phone where, where I put out and appeared on Telegram. And I said, look, if you're seeing what I'm seeing in the hospitals, please get in touch. Dozens and dozens of them have. I've, I'm taking emails from doctors, nurses, petitions, more harrowingly victims, and I don't think it's it's beyond denial or doubt or gaslighting now. You know, Richie Sunak, uh, and he's unelected, he banged his pen on the table in Westminster the other day saying, these vaccines are safe and effective. It's utter rubbish. It's absolute utter rubbish. And I do wonder how long they were gaslight for, because we're due for them to usher in the World Health Organization here on May the 24th. And I think they will gaslight and stall and make fake promises until that time they can usher them in. They can declare. I totally agree. Stop, stop. I, I want you to get, you, you start over because you're really expert on this. Very informative. John O'Looney, a major funeral director there in the UK. For those that don't know, this, this UN treaty gives the UN through the governments control over our bodies. The medical response lets them cover up, lets them quarantine. They built all these giant, whether you're in Canada, the US, UK, anywhere in the Western world, they've built these giant sprawling complexes. I agree. They got something big coming and they don't want this to break before they release the next one, which will then cover up the last one. That, that's my view. You cover up one story with an even bigger story. I think that's what you're alluding to. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It's just, you're saying such important things. Expand on that. Well, there, there are two major things that concern me. I, I mean, I'm 56 years old. Um, I've seen many governments come and go. They all make manifesto promises they never, ever keep. Well, one of those promises is successive Home Office ministers have promised to ease prison overcrowding. They've never, ever done anything about that. And yet they've chosen a time when they're allegedly we're in the middle of a deadly pandemic and we have the worst economic downturn since World War II to build uh, uh, 
loads and loads of huge multi-million pound prisons, huge super prisons in the middle of a pandemic and the worst economic downturn. You know, why would we need huge super prisons? The other thing of real concern is the 5G network that's gone up. Now, I've skimmed over the technology. I've spoken to many people who have reached out to me who tell me this 5G network can uh, has the ability to influence nanotech and graphene oxide that is inside JAB recipients so that when certain frequencies are put out, it can induce adverse reactions in these recipients. By the way, and that's believe... not their opinion. That's in a bunch of Bill Gates and globalist patents. Yes, yes, and yeah. yes. uh, that is what is going to happen. I, I believe that's going to happen shortly after May the 24th. And you know yourself, Alex, these people are Satanists. They're crazy. They're into numerology. And I'm kind of wondering if it will be perhaps the 6th of June or something like that, where it has real resonance with that. I think shortly after they install the WHO, they're going to declare another pandemic. And they've got the numbers now to be able to do that. And then we will see real tyranny across the Western uh, and developed world, where anyone that falls under the WHO jurisdiction, they will see it. Let's be clear. They put a a self-replicating glue or sludge into everybody. As soon as you die, it all congeals like water and oil separating, and you see it everywhere. And then suddenly Bill Gates and MIT, and there's literally, I've seen hundreds of patents obsessed with what is in the shots, replicating, saying they'll do a brain interface. They could use the 5G, and this is in studies, to manipulate what happens in the blood, or God knows what, but clearly they're building towards something big. Then we have Tedros freaking out, saying everyone hates us, no one believes us, I mean, I think that's the good news. We have Trudeau saying everybody hates me, nobody believes me. We have Klaus Schwab saying everybody hates us. So so I think it's blown up in their face, but they're still going ahead with the next leg of the program. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, they're desperate now to usher the WHO in so that they can take a step back and the WHO can take over. And it's very interesting because we're seeing similar patterns of mass, uncontrolled, deliberate migration of young men of fighting age into Europe especially into the U.K. That's been facilitated Who the by U.N. Own. exempts from all the shots? Yes, none of them are vaccinated. They're openly being housed in military and air bases and every bit of accommodation they can, they can gather here in the U.K. Now, you know yourself, Alex, if you're fleeing a war, you're fleeing a tyranny, you take your women and children with you. They're your most important asset in your life. Well, they certainly are mine. If you're going to war, you go to war with the lads. And these are all young men, young men of fighting age. I've had military people that have reached out. They've told me where they've trained them. They've told me the process. They sign the official secrets out before they get into the boats at France. Those boats are then broken down. The outboard motors go on one lorry. The boats go on the other. And they're sent back to France for reuse by our own home office. And it's the same program run by the UN everywhere. And so it's clear. When we rebel even peacefully and try to take our governments back, they just activate these hordes of military men to burn everything down. Well, there's a cultural disassociation. Traditionally, if you want to kill people of color, you put white soldiers in. And if you want to kill white people, you put soldiers of color in. That's that's traditionally what has been done the world over by these globalists. Um, so I would suggest that's probably happened. And these young men, unfortunately, they're coming here from the Far East and they hate us when they get here because of what our governments have done. And they look at us as responsible for that, for voting them in. Exactly. And we're not. It, you know, you're really smart, John. Rec- it, it, it doesn't it, represent it, me. It, it's a Galian dialectic, exactly. Yeah, problem solution, you know. Um, 
So, so I, I believe that um, come May the 24th, it's going to get very dystopian very quick. And you'll be aware yourself, you know, these rats, they know their game is up. They know that the, the Great Reset is, is suddenly morphing into the Great Awakening. So with that, these people have become particularly dangerous as they thrash about in the in the death throes of their plan. You know, so I would say that as it gets really dark, and it's got to get dark for people to see it, for people to see that what people like me are predicting will come to pass, and then we will see it, and then we can end their tyranny. But it's going to come at great cost, like all wars. You know, victory never comes without cost. But the trouble is, because there are not bullets flying at the minute, and there's no blood and bullets everywhere, people can't see a war. There is a war very much being raised. Uh, well, that's because the, the bullets are coming in the form of syringes Needles. and propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And malfeasance in the hospital. I mean, uh, for your listeners, uh, yeah, so a typical example of this to highlight this, um, one of the only antivirals they would allow inside COVID patients was um, a drug, uh, an antiviral called remdesivir, okay? Now, um Remdesivir was used extensively by Anthony Fauci in Africa, and he used it to treat Ebola, um, babies uh, that were deemed to have Ebola. Um, they were all asymptomatic. Now, he injected these babies, and uh, the mortality rate in them was 53%. That was remdesivir. Now, it's the only drug that the government policy dictated they could give respiratory patients that who were deemed as suffering from COVID in the UK. Now, what I want your listeners to do is go to Google and Google effects of remdesivir. Side effects of remdesivir. And now there's loads and loads of links. A good Organ one is failure. Um, difficulty breathing, difficulty swallowing, you know, shortness of breath, tightness of chest. Why would you give that to someone who is a respiratory patient? And then also factor in midazolam and morphine. I've seen them doing it in hospitals. I've laid in a hospital bed and watched them feed people on ventilators and morphine in front of me. And for folks who don't know, you, you, that that makes you just die. It makes you stop breathing. Yeah, of course it does. It, it suppresses your breathing. Well, if you're already in there and you're on a, a ventilator, it's going to blow your lungs out for a start. And then if you give someone red desivir, uh, and it was very interesting because what was happening in um, 2021, I was picking people up from the hospital that I was told had covid they died from covid and the body bag was like half full of fluid and i've never ever seen that before in all my years and i remember thinking at the time what could that possibly be why is that why is that like that and they were all bloated they were crying yellow tears and from the nose and from the ears uh, and even being gentle as you can pulling the deceased over you would mark them where you, you know because they're so bursting with fluid and i've since found out the remdesivir kills the kidneys so the body can't process fluid so you fill up with fluid and you drown, and there's your respiratory illness. There's your COVID. And they pre-programmed it. They pre-planned it. They paid the hospitals massive money to oh, do this. Oh, of course, yeah. They, they massive money for everyone that had go. Everyone that went on ventilation in America, it was something like thirty-nine thousand dollars that the hospitals were paid. Uh, the the so where they buy drugs here for the hospitals. They were told that if they took remdesivir, they would give them a discount on the other drugs they bought. And I've had that off more than one person who's reached out to me, you know, and you know yourself. I think I, I often wonder why people engage with me. I think because they know I'm not lying. So I get a lot of intel and a lot of people reaching out to me, people I would never speak to. So I gather a lot. And I think of, I've never been deeply religious, Alex, but I think of the Bible, Ecclesiastes 118, where with knowledge comes sorrow and with a greater knowledge comes a greater sorrow. 
And that is what I really, really feel at this time. But I draw encouragement because I'm telling you, this great reset is going to be a great awakening. And I feel privileged to be a very small cog in a big machine that's going to bring these bastards down. Exactly. If it was I can a, see it in you. We're going, to, we're going to do it, mate. We're going to do it together. Yes, sir. You're right, John. I'm so honored to talk to you. And you said it I earlier. Think, if, you. if bullets are flying, we, we, we man up and we beat it. But if it's covert, it's very hard yeah. to beat. But yeah. that's why they did that's it. But fair. now people are getting it and realizing how premeditated it was. And when I saw Fauci a month ago in his deposition, he looks like he's a dead man walking. And I don't want any he violence against Fauci. Man. I don't want to turn him into a victim, but I'm saying he knows he's done. And I think in one of your videos I saw recently, you said, power structure, you're screwed, it's over. And that's what you need to know more of. We know you did it. We know you creeped up and did this to the medical system. And, and, and everybody else in the medical system who isn't part of this, you better jump over to humanity and say no and speak out or you're complicit. So, so what is your message 100%. to people that are on the fence? Well, I would say, uh, and I noticed this with Sir Graham Brady, back, even back in September, you could tell here is a man sitting on the fence, not quite sure which side to fall on. Let me tell you, there's only one side to fall on, and that is the light and the goodness and the truth. And it says in the Bible, only the truth will set us free. These doctors, they all know. They know the truth. And their window of opportunity to right that wrong and redeem themselves grows shorter and shorter. Because once May the 28th comes here in Europe, We've, uh, do you know, one of the greatest gifts your forefathers gave you was the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms and to be able to fight tyranny. We've got nothing here. They're going to mop us up in Europe. We are, I'm, I know the price I will pay, but I do that for your children and for your neighbor's children and for people that I will never meet. And that is, uh, that, that's the one thing. I think a lot of this is AI driven. And the one thing AI can never take into account is the love that we have for each other, our humanity. And the older I've got, the more I've realized it is better to give than to receive. And my legacy would be truth and saving other people's lives, regardless of what happens to me. I'm not bothered about me. And, and John, Looney, John me, you're a beautiful person. Spoke. If you keep going with this, I'll keep you. But uh, you probably got to go. But let me just explain something. We're going to win this in the info war, thanks to men and women like you. But let's just be clear, because you didn't grow up around a Second Amendment, tough guys in the U.K., kick-ass, badass people, because that was taken from you because they're scared of you. Let me just say something. With a hammer, you can take all the guns you ever want, okay? With gasoline, you can take out anything you want. And I'm telling you, they can't stop our will, the kind of people they've got with their weapons. If they come for people, like Alexander Schultz and Eaton said, the Russians would have just stood up with their hammers against the NKVD, and that was in Germany, or against the uh, GRU and the KGB. They'd have won very quickly. So I'm just telling you right now, if you know total resistance, if we go to civil war and martial law, those soldiers are going to go to bars. Those soldiers are going to go to restaurants. Those soldiers are going to walk outside their house at night. And we're not looking for that. But if you study total resistance, they got a big problem. Listen, I've got guns, and I'm not going to use them offensively. If i got attacked, I will. I don't need any guns. I can get all the guns I want. And I can drive an 18-wheeler, and I can do a lot of stuff. So I'm just saying, so just when you say, they're not going to mop you up. Okay. I just want you, if we go to physical confrontation, you're going to destroy the new world order. And you, uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think, um, this is a war unlike any other. And I don't think it will come to violence. I sense these people are flapping now. They've lost it now. They're backtracking now. It's not going to come to that. It's going to be the only way forward. I think is consciousness and us withdrawing our consent from them.
Um, we're not going to have to fight them. They're, they're going to collapse. And when it does, I believe it will probably come from America and then the House of Cards will fall globally. And I've seen victory. It will come. I promise you it will come. And it will be due to people like you um, relaying stories that, are, you know, that I've, I've been able to tell. I feel very, really privileged to speak to you, sir. I feel pr- privileged to speak to you. What time is it in the U.K. right now? It is uh, five to seven in the evening. Well, we really appreciate your time. I want to ask you to come on for a commercial-free show in the next few weeks because those are even more powerful than a lot of radio stations and TV stations. We have to take breaks. But in the time we have, what else would you like to impart to folks, John? I, I just um, I would ask them to hold firm, stand there. You know, they're going to tell you you can't travel. They're going to tell you you can't buy food. They're going to tell you that you can't work. Stand firm because if you take any of these injections, they will kill you. You will get sick and you will die. Um, uh, and I think when the time comes and the next pandemic that Bill Gates has sat there and gloated about comes, get rid of the 5G mask because you'll find that you'll all recover quite quickly. Turn your internet off. You're going to recover quite quickly. You'll be surprised. Absolutely. Uh, but you just hit on something there. I know you got to go, but we got to go to break in a minute. Will you do five more minutes with us? Of course I will. I've, I've, yours for as long as right, you, well, you just, you just, I'm really, we have a lot of great guys, but you really, I can tell her dialed in. You just alluded to something. You said when they cut things off and tell you you can't travel, you can't eat. You're telling people, and I totally agree. I know they've said it, but I know in my bones, they're getting ready for a new virus, a new lockdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Gates has already said it, and he could barely contain his excitement when he, he sat there, didn't he, with uh, Melinda, and they could barely contain their excitement. I could see it. I know you could see it. Well, he said, and, and, oh, you're not scared of what happened? Something much worse is yeah. coming, and this son of yeah, a bitch starts giggling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he said you'll take notice of this one. And he meant what he said. You know, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about it collectively? How much do we love each other? I love your children as much as I love mine. That's why I speak out. And I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And we will beat them. I know we're going to beat them. And the idea is to inspire others to want to do the same. We're going to beat them, Alex. Their time is like a flower in the field. Pretty soon the wind's going to blow over them, and its place will know it no more. Very impressive, John O'Looney. And, and as the evil comes out in the open, more and more men and women have just been quiet living their lives are going to activate, and we are going to Nuremberg to these people, and they're going to get their necks broken at the end of a row. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. If you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. 
But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the T-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser. Keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, that it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the earth. We're told all this garbage so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Impressive. Been watching his videos for years. He's been going back three years exposing it. Funeral director John O'Looney. John, we love you, brother. And you're right. This is an attack. We know it. They're cutting off the fertilizer, the farmers. They're uprising. Is that dominoes falling? They're talking about starving billions. People need to understand we have this normalcy bias that we've lived in quasi freedom so long. No, this is the big assault. Uh, we've got about five minutes left in the segment. Thank you so much. Please come back soon. What else would you like to tell the viewers? Um, only really what we're seeing now is we're seeing um, cancer deaths, 6, 8, 12, 16 weeks, um, and people that are just dying suddenly. Um, hospitals have different, different tactics. I think some of them are cleaning deceased up so that they're removing um, evidence. Do I have proof of that? Not really. Only that is difficult to find. And others are holding deceased um for a very long time, so they're decomposed and we can't embalm them. That's another way I believe they're holding. One hospital in, in particular, we can't seem to collect disease before and they're in such a poor state, we can't embalm them. If we can't embalm them, we can't look at them. So, so um, you know, I think people are seeing it now, and I draw comfort from that. I'm convinced that we'll win. Um, uh, I hope I live to see it. I, I, you know, uh, that, that's the plan anyway. Uh, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to keep going. Nothing they can say will make me stop. I won't be bored. I won't be intimidated. Well, that's where I was going next is that I'm not saying I'm the toughest guy around, but when somebody openly threatens me, it's like I can't give up. It makes me more angry. But the globalists are all a bunch of minions, so they give in to fear. So they keep trying to intimidate us, and I see that as their downfall, is they're driving us into resistance. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think ultimately what these people – I don't fear these silly old men um, – sat around desks in dark rooms is their middle men really the, you know their henchmen but I'm told by quite reliable sources they're out of money uh, and um, you know what we've got is people doing bad things for money well if they're not getting paid it's going to fall apart soon because that's what motivates people to do bad things is money if they're not getting paid they ain't going to get that money they ain't going to do it that's, that's the reality and I think these people must understand that if they're going to do that to their own citizens what do they feel the future holds for them? Yeah, how do you feel, feel safe when you're screwing everybody around? I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly that. And I think, um, like, uh, these, these people are being used as tools. And, and they've played a very clever game, really. I think in, in, inevitably some people are evil. Some people are easily compromised. That's what facilities like Epstein Island were for. You know, you get a guy there 
for example, like Boris Johnson, he's an alley cat. He's got seven kids by all different kids here, by all different women. You take someone like him to Epstein Island and you throw him in bed with a couple of 14-year-olds and document that. You've got these guys. So some are compromised, some are evil, some are just greedy and they're bought. Um, but inevitably, they're all going to realize there isn't a seat on the ark for them. And when they fulfill their purpose, they too will be discarded. And they're loose ends. They're witnesses. These people won't leave witnesses. So, so the hope is that, you know, people will see that there's more good in the world than bad, Alex. And together we're going to come and we're going to beat these people. Well, John, I, I, I'm not kissing your ass, but there's only a few people I know have the feeling of truth. And I know you're right because I research it. Tucker Carlson, you, you, you need to, usually you're walking around the office when you work, shooting a quick video. You need to be on air more. You are dialed in and I feel stronger knowing you're there. Please join us again so much, you know, very, very soon because all you, all you got to do is, is reach out and I will make time for you. I promise. Well, John, we want to get you on a lot. People can go to mkffs.co.uk. God bless you, sir. We got 30 seconds left. Closing comment. I'd just like to thank everyone for listening. I would I would say to everyone, resist the urge to take any more vaccines. You know, they're coming out with one for weight loss, for cancer. The, the irony is they give you cancer with one shot and then offer you a cancer cure with the next. Don't listen to any of it. Um, uh, don't stay away from Big Pharma. Go to homeopathy and remember you are what you eat. So put good stuff in your body, good supplements, clean supplements. And, um, you know, uh, God bless us all as this darkness descends. Let me guess. I bet you're getting 90 to, 90 to 10 support or 99 to 1 support. I mean, I mean, by the people. I can count the, the amount of people who've rung up and ranted at me on one hand in the last three years. People know. People know. It's overwhelming support and it's very humbling. I don't feel like I've done anything special. I feel that I've just done what we should all be doing and that's caring about each other. John, you know, great job. We love you, brother. We love you. Thank you, sir. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarstore.com. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. We interview a lot of amazing people. My God, John O'Looney, man, the forces with that guy. You can feel it. Everything he said was total truth. The globalists are in so much trouble. And that's God's discernment that I've been given decades ago. It was like, Jones, there are all these incredible men. Not putting women down, but it was men that was the message I was given. And he was like, you will...
you're going to go out and others are going to, we're going to wake them up and we're going to beat these people quickly. There are so many smart men and great women, but, but it's, it's, it, women are just as smart as men as they have to take the place of men. They're not supposed to be men. Men are supposed to fight the tyranny, not women. And great, I'm glad women are stepping up because men have not filled the vacuum. But I am here to call on men to get up off their asses and stand against this. It is a pleasure. It is an honor. I mean, we have the insurance company numbers, folks. They've killed 20 million people. And and I've talked to the coroners. I've talked to the embalmers. You've heard them. It's worse now than it was two years ago. I have family, not direct family, but close family, who were vibrant and healthy and amazing, and they took one or two shots, and they're like retards now. I, I go talk to them. They're totally screwed up. And we know it's shedding on everybody else, too. They're murdering us. And again, if you saw your neighbor walk over to your Ford or Chevy truck or your Toyota Tundra and pull out a key, and you're sitting there eating dinner in your living room, and you watch your neighbor Bob, you've known for 10 years, nice guy, you've played pool with him, you've been in their neighbor's pool, You maybe you went on vacation with him, and you see Bob taking a key down the edge of your truck, you're going to walk out and probably beat Bob's ass. You'll walk out and say, Bob, what did I, what do you do? Bob smarts off, boom, man, what are you doing? Screw your truck, people. This is a trillion times worse than key in your truck. Where is our territorialism? Where is our will? We are being gang raped. And to me, it's like some weakness with the left. They say it's weak if you care about people. If my neighbor's getting robbed, I'm going to get robbed next week. But I don't think about that when my neighbor's getting robbed. When the neighbor's getting robbed and I see the neighbor with people, you know, breaking in their house. It's I'm being attacked. That's where that's from. Like, well, you're, you're in my neighborhood. You're attacking me. That ain't happening. We've got to find that again. And I'm going to say it. I love my family. I love everybody. And it, but if people can't start loving, God's sakes, you can start hating, can't you? Cause that's, I did a lot of this from hate, which was healthy. I was younger. That's how you are. I hate the globalists. I hate their guts. I want to beat them. They think they're better than us. They want to hurt people, man. All I want is prosperity. I do what I do now at 50 out of love. 90% of it. I still got to hate, though. And I'm telling you, God will balance it out. But, man, you got to hate these people. If you can't love your family, you might as well hate the people taking everything you got. Like, where is your hate? Where is your hatred? Where is your love? Where is your soul? Where is your territorialism? Why won't you stand up against people that are fucking us over? I think about all the people. They grabbed a bunch of homeless. We had the nurses on that saw it and saw their charts, didn't have COVID. They grab an old white guy, an old black guy, say old 50-something years old, and they go, son of a bitch. We're going to get $53,000 for every person we put on a ventilator. And they drag some old person in there and snake a big ass tube down their throat and murder their ass for money. You want to live in a world while we let people do that? You think God likes us? 
when we know this is going on, we let that happen. I'm going to explain something real slow here. And this isn't for our general audience. It's for the people that tune in and think this show's funny. To all the leftists and Satan worshipers, you just keep laughing. You just keep making jokes, okay? Because I'm not fighting this because I hate you. I'm fighting you because I love my family, but I do hate you. And if we, the good people, don't oppose this evil, we're not good, and God hates us. I'm explaining it real slow. If we don't fight evil, we are with evil. In fact, if you study the Bible, but also it's my own discernment, I think all you know this, a child molester that goes and kidnaps a kid, rapes him and kills him, is less bad than somebody that saw it happening and didn't stop it. And we all know that. Because you're supposedly good. What you really are is a coward. We are two inches from nuclear war. We are Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. And I can feel the evil intensifying. I mean, it's so strong. I, my love of God is way stronger, but I can feel it. I got cells. I'm human. I can feel the temptation. I can feel what's going on. And all I'm telling people is this is an epic moment. And just like Joe Rogan, I don't have time to watch the podcast. I didn't know what happened two weeks ago. I was like, oh, look, he was with Aaron Rodgers. This is Alex Jones the most accurate and the best. I'm like, oh, that great. All about Alex Jones. Just to say, hey, it endorses what we said. That's a big victory. But there's Joe Rogan saying we need Jesus because evil's real. Absolutely. Because if you won't admit the devil's real, he's one. What's the oldest saying? It's it's true because it's, it's it's well known. It's documented. We've all experienced it. What's the devil's greatest victory? What's the devil's greatest trick? You know what it is. The devil don't exist. Oh, the devil's real. Just as real as it gets. And I'm not going to sit here anymore and play games with these people. And I totally agree with John O'Looney. Let me tell you why I was so impressed. This didn't happen three or four times. This didn't happen ten times, that hour-long interview. It happened about, it happened the whole time. So count up how many questions I asked. Every time I was about to speak, John O'Looney finished my sentence before I asked the question. The first time it happened, I thought, that was weird. The second time, that was wild. The third time, I was like, okay, God's running this. The fourth time, I was just like, holy hell. John O'Looney is literally simpatico with me right now. I'm interfaced with a man in the UK, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 miles away. And he's literally completing my sentences on air before I say them. Another example of God, because it's the truth, people. And that's why the enemy can't beat us. The devil thinks he's got 5G. The devil thinks he's got AI. We are interdimensionally through the sixth sense that is our 
brain connected to our spirit and our spinal cord transmitting connected to all humans on earth in the group collective consciousness right now. We're individuals, but we are also a collective. And we are communicating with everyone on earth right now. And the system knows that. They know that's a power we have. They're trying to create a counterfeit of that power. But the power we follow is the real power that created the heavens and the earth. And I know this. I've already experienced it. I don't have to be sold, but I'm still amazed. When every time I open my mouth, John O'Looney said it word for word what I would say. And he wasn't getting it from me, and I wasn't getting it from him. He was getting it from the will of humanity to stand against this evil and this assault because we're powerful. We're made by God. We're made in the image of God. That's why the enemy hates us. They're jealous of it. They can't stand it. They can't deal with it. I suggest you dial into God and use your power. But if you're not taking care of your wife and children, and if you're not taking care of what's happening in your community, you haven't done anything yet, you're not going to get the connection. And if you haven't put your ass in the flame, if you haven't put your bacon in the fire, if you haven't gone through some hell, you don't even register on God's Richter scale. And everybody's running away from pain. And I'm not a masochist. I don't like pain. But I do like pain for gain. I do like pain when it helps empower humanity. And that's what I'm trying to explain to people. We should be running towards confrontation. We should be running towards persecution. We should be looking for that everywhere to have the devil attack us, to have the devil single us out, because that means we're in the fight. Not do enough exposure of evil to become rich and powerful and play both sides. That's lukewarm. God hates that more than Satan. God hates the devil, and God hates Satanists. And God hates Luciferians. But over here is the cowards. God hates them the most, God told us. Let's not be the coward sellout, Benedict Arnold's. And let's not be the Satanist. And I know in the presence of God, it intimidates people. And they think, this is timeless. This is so big. I, I feel small. Satan makes me feel big if I join him. It's a lie. you got to humble yourself and say, I'm not a coward. And I'm not a Satanist. I'm somebody that wants to know God. And it's awesome to step into that presence. But I'm willing to do it because I want eternal life. And I want to resonate with all the good souls that have ever existed. And so I ask God in that moment, I'm about to step into your will. I'm about to totally believe in you because I know it's the power and it's real. And I want to be a good person. But I'm scared because you're so awesome. It's embarrassing to be so little and to face that, but God loves you. And you have to then step across the line and you have to say, all right, I'm doing it, but I need to be rebuilt. And God's like, I'm already waiting. I'm going to rebuild you the minute you come across the line and you'll be with me. You'll belong to me now. It won't matter. There will be no other fear. There'll be no more cowardice. You won't be ashamed anymore. None of it. The devil in the Garden of Eden taught Adam and Eve shame. 
not God. They were perfect. They were resonating with God. They think like, oh, the devil gave them knowledge. No, the devil gave them knowledge of how to rob people, how to lie, how to deceive. It wasn't that they weren't given free will. They were free will in a stasis point of purity. Think about that. Free will in a stasis point of freedom, still in the womb, still innocent like a child. And then they can only be, because if you're already in a state of perfection, what else can you be taught? Imperfection, sin, failure. It's the only domain of these people. It's their jurisdiction. Why would you want to be in the jurisdiction of failure? Why would you want to be in the jurisdiction of evil? Why would you want to be in the jurisdiction of the fallen? And so because we're fallen, and it's shameful, like walking out at the Oscars, butt naked. But you've got to do that because it's in that moment that all of that passes away. And you're now in the presence of God. And you're now rebuilt. And that's what the Satanists don't want to do. They want to revel. And believe me, I know all about it. They want to revel in that rebellion. And revel in that sin. And revel in denying God and saying, you know what? I can be as high as you because I deny you. But God made us. God is not a trillion times more powerful. God is not a gazillion times more powerful. God is not a Googleplex more powerful. God is not an infinity more powerful. God is everything. God knew what would happen before he gave us free will, but he gave us free will to know the end. Both things in a paradox exist at the same time. God gave us our bodies. God gave us our minds. God gave us our wives, our husbands, and our children, and all the pleasure, and all the good things, and all the perfection. And all we need to do is say, I accept perfection. But God could create an infinity of robots that would follow the orders. But a true God would create new sentient beings that have a capacity to see infinity and to have the capacity to do anything they want as long as they're in God's will. And then you are an expression of God. You are a manifestation of God. You are an emissary of God. You're an ambassador of God. You're a missionary of God. You are now a little point of light that goes out of the universe to spread the message of freedom. And that's why George Herbert Walker Bush talked about a thousand points of light, because everything they do is a counterfeit of God's plan. And everything they push is a lie. All right, I said I would hit the big martial law plans, and I I told you I'd get into all of it. If I can find the stack, I'll do it. But, uh, oh, here it is. This right here. You see this? You see, if you're going to run martial law, mass arrest of people, you got to put it out like it's no big deal. You got to normalize it for the sheep. We got the enemy plan right here. And the, oh, the FBI that's so much smarter than, oh, they're the power. 
power structure of America on this little planet, and they're they're so big, and they're, they're lawyers, and they're so much smarter than everybody. They got their plan. We're gonna hit it when we come back. There's and more, but I want to go out to break with this incredibly important report that deals with all of this by Greg Race. CIA admits investigating war with Russia, a very important report that deals with it all. And maybe my time is almost over. Maybe it is. I feel like it is. Or maybe a new chapter is about to begin. But regardless, you're alive now for a reason, for a purpose. And you have to decide whether you're going to go with that purpose God gave you, whether you're going to serve Satan. And if you think Satan can empower you and bring you to some Valhalla, well, that's your decision to make that decision. But I will assure you, I have uh, been up one side and down the other of this. And Satan isn't even a decision to make. The only decision is God. You've just got to make it. Here's the report. Putin has made it clear in several interviews that he is well aware of how U.S. presidents come and go and U.S. policy never changes. Putin is well aware that it is the CIA who directs U.S. policy, and it is the intelligence agencies of NATO countries who have been covertly instigating war with Russia for decades. In the Tucker Carlson interview at the Kremlin, President Putin seemed to be speaking directly to the CIA, twice playfully hinting that Tucker is a representative of the intelligence organization. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have... Do you have <laughs> uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Uh, <laughs> you personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. And the CIA responded to Putin via their New York Times media outlet in the recent article, The Spy War, How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. The article admits that the CIA, operating through three different presidential administrations, has transformed the Ukraine into Washington's most important intelligence partners against the Kremlin. They have secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers over the past decade and constructed a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border used to launch cross-border attacks on Russian territory. 
This means the CIA is responsible for the attacks on oil refineries and energy infrastructure. The article describes secret underground command centers established near the Russian border, financed and equipped by the CIA. A CIA program called Operation Goldfish enabled Ukrainians to hack into Russian military networks, break into satellites, and decode secret conversations. Two years after the 2014 Western-backed coup in Ukraine, the CIA set up training programs for an elite Ukrainian commando force known as Unit 2245. The CIA trained Ukrainian spies who operate inside of Russia, across Europe, and in other places where Russia operates. The article points out that this operation may have been hidden from Trump. While Trump's rhetoric was friendly to Russia, his administration of anti-Russia war hawks, such as Mike Pompeo and John Bolton, kept Western aggression moving forward, which is what Putin has been pointing out for years. Presidents come and go, and the policy never changes. The article says nothing about the several bioweapons labs that the U.S. admitted to having along Russia's border. Some of these labs were seized by the Russian Federation, who say they are preparing to release a report on them, but have so far remained silent. Putin has made it clear that Russia's actions in Ukraine was in response to decades of hostile U.S.-NATO military expansion on Russian borders. And the CIA is now admitting this to be true. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down the perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural 
DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. Nitric oxide is an important chemical messenger in the body. It promotes blood flow and it helps nerve cells communicate with one another. But over time, our bodies produce less of it. Full of amino acids to produce nitric oxide, Nitric Boost helps raise the amount of nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is needed for strength, cardiovascular function, and healthy neurotransmission. It helps to improve blood flow, which helps improve overall immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements, so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at infowarstore.com. X2. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the new world order. It's Alex Jones. InfoWars.com Frontline Report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. So the ed- entire world is on the edge of nuclear war. And we have NATO and all these leaders saying we're about to invade Ukraine, attack Russia, nuclear war is imminent. And Putin says, fine, we'll have nuclear war. They go, oh my God, Putin's insane. He wants nuclear war. I'm not defending Putin. I just see them saying all this. Then Putin responds. They go, he's crazy. We're not seeing that. Then I have the FBI director saying, oh my God, we're going to have the most contested election. Foreign powers are going to manipulate it. The Russians are coming back. It just goes on and on. So first, let's play a clip to illustrate this of... MSNBC analyst says the First Amendment makes us vulnerable and calls for common sense solutions to fight disinformation. That means First Amendment's bad. Let's censor people that expose the truth. Here it is. Of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example, 
our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy, and nobody wants to get rid of it. But it makes us vulnerable to claims that anything we try to do to regulate speech is censorship. Of course, the Supreme Court has held that all fundamental rights, even the right to free speech, can be limited as long as there is a compelling governmental interest and the restriction is narrowly tailored to achieve that interest. But I think anytime someone tries to do anything that might limit free speech, people claim censorship. I mean, just look at the case the Supreme Court heard today about efforts by the states of Florida and Texas to prevent social media companies from moderating content online. And they call it censorship, that they are trying to silence conservative voices. Uh, of course, social media companies are private actors who are not bound by the First Amendment. And so we need to have a conversation and common sense solutions to these things. Instead, we throw out terms like censorship, we call each other names, we use labels, and we, we all retreat to our opposite sides. We need to be pragmatic and come with, up with real solutions. But it is, I think, one of the things that makes America particularly vulnerable to disinformation. I could take that short clip, and I could talk for about 50 years on it. Everything she said was a lie. Oh, we cherish free speech. The left's trying to destroy it. Oh, Texas and all these groups trying to take free speech away. No, they're trying to defend free speech. Populist, conservative, Christian speech is being censored. Everything she said was a lie. But there she is saying, oh, we all cherish it. We really care about it. But we got to be pragmatic if there's a national interest. What, like World War III? But that's her talking point. Here's Whoopi Goldberg not doing the best job of the view that's, I guess, off soon. It's been canceled. Saying, well, Trump could declare martial law. So if Trump really gets elected, and that's the new... New York Times, Atlantic Monthly Talking Point. Doesn't matter if he's actually elected. We're just going to null and void it. And by the way, we could just arrest all the Republican leaders. So she makes this incredibly totalitarian statement, but acts like it's a protection of freedom. Here it is. Well, the Supreme Court won't hear oral arguments until the end of April. Now, I just, you know, just... Let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court says, yes, he has that. He has all those rights. He is immune from everything. Yeah. You know what Joe Biden could do since he is presently president? What? Whoa. <laughs> he could throw every Republican in jail. Yeah. I mean, he could. I mean, that's not way, hit pause. This is not a good thing. Back up to the beginning. She's literally holding cue cards. So this is some... Burnout comedian woman who's trying to deliver CIA talking points, which I'm going to show you here in a moment, of even if Trump wins, we're going to disregard it, like they said in 2020 at the New York Times with the John Podesta war game. And then that's the freedom. We got to arrest Trump because they might elect him. We can't get democracy hurt. And she sits there and she puts on this 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 confidence act they are arresting republicans by the thousands all over the country they put owen in jail they're trying to put me in prison and then she acts like they're the underdog they're the little guy and they're they're here dealing with all these big attacks 
And I'm going to show you, after I show you this clip, you just saw MSNBC say the same thing. I'm going to show you the official Atlantic magazine, which is the mouthpiece of the enemy, saying the same thing. So they know America woke up. They know Trump's about to win. They're like, it doesn't matter if he wins. We're going to arrest every Republican. Now, that reminds me of Swallows Well and Joe Biden and Gavin Newsom and, and Nancy Pelosi. They've all said, hey, we're going to confiscate your guns. We'll have a civil war. We'll use nuclear weapons on you. Now, anybody that had a second-grade education about nuclear weapons would know that nuclear weapons, there's different types. There's tactical that take out armies, and there's strategic that take out large military sections and key infrastructure, and then there's end-of-the-world mutually assured destruction where you use hydrogen bombs on all the big cities. So the cities are predominantly blue because election fraud, but you're going to blow up your own supporters while you supposedly kill us. Well, we had nuclear weapons in Vietnam. We had 50,000 of them back then. We got like 20,000 now, they claim, probably more than that. Why don't we just nuke the Vietnamese? Because it would only piss them off more of those that survived, and they ended up beating us because they wanted to be free. So no swallows well. You don't use a hydrogen bomb on gun owners. It doesn't work, dumbass. Because they know you hit them with a hydrogen bomb. But instead, you cut the fertilizer off, you cut the food off, you cut the police off, you create a hell world, and then hope we come back to you to be the savior. Now, do you think Whoopi Goldberg knows that? No. She's reading off a teleprompter. The teleprompter glitches. She's like Joe Biden. She can't even read off of it. And then she pulls up her cue cards to say what they wanted to say. The CIA's threat to America. That we'll just arrest every Republican. Hey, I think we already figured that out, Cupcake. But you don't control every jury or every judge yet. You got most of them. And why would anybody who's corporate or private or government, why the hell would you go along with something that destroys the social contract officially and creates tyranny? Why would you go with the people destroying the country? But again, they think you're too stupid, and they got Whoopi Goldberg up there. Listen to her. We're going to skip this network break. Here it is. Well, the Supreme Court won't hear until the end of April. Now, I just, you know, just let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court says, yes, he has that. He has all those rights. He is immune from everything. Yeah. You know what Joe Biden could do since he is presently president? What? Whoa. <laughs> he could throw every Republican in jail. Yeah. I mean, he could. I mean no, Actually, no, no, no. This is not a good thing. Totally because you have a totally, he can yeah. go. What this means is it's, uh -huh. he could do anything. Yeah. He could dismiss everybody's debt. Yeah. You know, there's a whole bunch of great stuff that could happen, but let's let's really look at what this means. Yeah. So if, that so they're basically hmm? kicking the can down the road though. They they're not taking up this case immediately. Right. So what's right. their motivation then? If they if we all know that we they can't do what you just said because right. of the extreme power that a president would have, right. what is their motivation for not doing it right away? Well, unfortunately, some people are saying the motivation <laughs> is that there are certain conservative justices that have been appointed by Trump that want 
to help him. And because we know the end result is if this case is not resolved by the time uh, of the election and he, God forbid, becomes the president of the United States, poop, poop. The, the Justice Department policy is that you cannot indict nor put on trial a sitting president, right? And so it's his get out of he jail. Could call free. Him in jail. It's but it's his get out of jail free card. No, no, I'm saying Biden could throw. Yeah, See, they, they, Biden this could is a that. slippery slope but, because well, if they if they give him this immunity, what's good for the goose? What I also will say Biden. is they're yeah. they're listening to these arguments in April. The end of their term is in June, right? Oh, right. They return again, I believe, in October. The Bush v. Gore case happened real quick. Mm -hmm. Do you remember well, that? The Supreme Court how knows this. how to work real yeah. fast. That was the day democracy died. So Trump's going to create martial law, and Trump's going to do all this, so let's arrest him before, and let's arrest all his supporters before. Total twisting and inversion of reality. So let's move on to the next clip. Let's move on to clip 25 here today. MS. Now we just played the uh, view. I want to play the MSNBC again. MSNBC analyst says the First Amendment makes us vulnerable. We'll play it again. And calls for common sense solutions. Already played, but I'm playing it again. Because again, I got a bunch more clips here saying the same thing. That's how panicked they are. Is that the First Amendment is our Achilles. We need a unified mind. That means you're in a cult. What did Justin Trudeau say last week? What did he say again on Monday? We've got to ban people's free speech because it's bad to pr protect democracy. Let's watch that MSNBC clip one more time. Some of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example, our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy. And nobody wants So our deep commitment to freedom of speech our cherished right, but then she goes on to attack it because no one believes her. Almost no one. Mainline cable shows have a half million viewers. Broadcast TV, CBS, ABC, NBC, all over the country, 3 million. Joe Rogan, 50 million. Tucker Carlson, 50 million a day. Elon Musk, 300 million a day. Alex Jones, 20 million a day. But because they're the CIA, because they're getting their, they're, they're in charge. Damn it. I went to college. I was told women were going to rule the men. I was told I would read off a teleprompter and I would become super wealthy. And they would all be my slaves. That's all she's got. They got promised this big sweet deal. And like we're supposed to go kick Putin's ass. He's supposed to roll over. Didn't happen, cupcake. She might have won. If she just wanted to be in charge, but she was so threatened by men in the military before the robots took over, she hopes that, well, we can't give them poison shots. We can't cut their penises off because she's weak. You see, she needs to see you poor and hurt, not because she's so powerful, because she's so weak. And look how pathetic she looks, but she'll never give up because she's funded by the Rockefellers and the Carnegie Endowment. And she goes and gets her little CIA talking points. And she's like, I chose the government. I, I chose the system. I rule you. 
just like the CEO of YouTube five years ago said, my final reason to ban Alex Jones in a forum, she said, was my 15-year-old son, my 14-year-old son, watches him and doesn't believe me. Well, last week, your son died of a fentanyl overdose at 19 in college. Did he get a jail, did he get a get out of jail free card? Did he, did he get transported to some heavenly zone? Well, his mother sat back with the open borders and the fentanyl and the censorship and the world government. Did, did, did she get out of that? Was her son worth it to serve the system? He's dead now in the ground. She may not care. I don't know. Maybe he gets some more attention with her friends at cocktail parties. I don't know. Maybe she raised him for 19 years and just says, screw it, it's collateral damage. I would be really upset with a system that you served that did that, all because you have a chip on your shoulder and big banks told you, women, you're in charge, just go destroy the men, you'll get ahead. Somebody came to me and said, we'll destroy the women, you'll get ahead. First thing I do would stab them because they're, our people, they're humans, they're in our community, they're part of us, we're all one system. But the big takeaway is the Democrats are telling you it's imminent, the Russians are going to steal it, so we've got to ban free speech, and we've got to go after Trump, and even if he wins, we can't let him win because he's a government agent of the Russians, and it's all BS, ladies and gentlemen. It's all absolute crap by a group of psychotics using psychological warfare against us, and all they get is dead sons. All they get is dead daughters. All they get is crime, and they live in San Francisco or New York with the overpricing and the, and, and, and the collapsing society, but still they pretend they're rulers as they bring down the civilization that suckled them, as they bring down the culture that empowered them. They can't stop because it's a dream they're living. If they could just defeat the Christians, if they could just cut off the penises of the young boys, if they could just do whatever they wanted, they would suddenly be a real boy. But Pinocchio didn't become a real boy by becoming a criminal or going along with the system. He became a slave. He only became a real boy when he had courage and saved his father that wasn't his father yet, but who loved him and who saved his little kitty cat, he had to give his life to become a real boy. He had to put it on the line to become a real boy. But see, this lady at MSNBC or Whoopi Goldberg, they didn't become a real girl or real boy, did they? They went right to the system, right to the most corrupt people, and they bowed down to it, and they believed that if they gave it all their power, somehow they could become a real person. You don't become a real person by being this lady right here. You become a slave. You don't become a real person by lying. You become a real person by going through the fire. They're desperate cowards. She should be mad at the system that picked her in early college to work for the CIA and to go out there and read talking points that it lied to her and how screwed up her family is and how pathetically unhappy she is. You're unhappy because you're not a real human woman. 
You should join us and find out what real courage is and real will and real fulfillment and real power. But those of us that have the power cast off our crowns before Christ and say, all glory to you. But she thinks she's better than you. And to prove she's better, she's got to wreck your life and make you poor and put you on welfare to run your life so she can be superior to you because she's so low, she has to bring you lower so she can be on top of you. When you understand that, you understand the enemy's mind. Play that witch. But it makes us vulnerable to claims that anything we try to do to regulate speech is... 10 seconds. The First Amendment, we love it. It's so good, but it makes us weak. We love it. We were for it, but we got to get rid of it. Gaslighting you. Double, listen to this devilish talk. It's like telling it your wife. Right? Hit pause. It's a cherished right. Imagine, because there's some bad men in the world that oppress women, but it goes both ways. But imagine saying to your wife, honey, I'd like you to have a car, go to the grocery store, or let you out of the house, or let you have shoes, or, but I just, you know, it's too dangerous for you to do that. And you go to any household in America or the world, you find the Christians, you find the conservatives, you find the capitalists, and the women are beautiful and powerful, and they all help each other, the men and women. But see, she's saying, I'm sorry, I know we all love the First Amendment, I know it's cherished, but it's we got to get rid of it. Come on, it's, it's too bad, I mean, it's, come on, here it is. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy, and nobody wants to get rid of it. But it makes us vulnerable to claims that anything we try to do to regulate speech is censorship. Yeah, of pause course, again. the Supreme Court has held Back it up 10 seconds. Free speech is wonderful. Free speech is beautiful. Free speech is great. But it makes any claim we have to regulate and censor it. Oh, we're all for free speech. We just want to censor it and shut it down. And free speech allows you to defend it, and we're losing. I mean, it is the most anti-common sense, anti-logic crap I've ever heard in my life. And a literal CIA, you know it, talking point being put out. The good news is no one's watching her. More people are watching her here than will ever watch her on MSNBC or CNN. But just listen to the murder of logic you're hearing. Of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example, our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy. And nobody wants to get rid of it. But it makes us vulnerable. It to pause again. Back it up anything- 20 seconds again. Everyone loves free speech. No one wants to get rid of it. But we've got to get people to accept the First Amendment's defense program to get rid of it. Did, did you just hear that brainwashing? Where she tells you, oh, we're all for free speech, but free speech is bad, we got to get rid of it. Go ahead. Of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example... Our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy. And nobody wants to get rid of it. 
but it makes us vulnerable to claims that anything we try to do to regulate speech is censorship. Of course, the Supreme Court has held that all fundamental rights, even the right to free speech, can be limited as long as there is a compelling governmental interest and the restriction is narrowly tailored to achieve that interest. But I think anytime someone tries to do anything that might limit free speech, people claim censorship. I mean, just look at the case the Supreme Court. Hey, pause again. Hey, back it up 10 seconds. Anytime somebody tries to violate free speech, they claim there's a violation of free speech. Anytime somebody tries to restrict the First Amendment and free speech, they claim are restricting. That's like me holding up this white piece of paper on TV right now and saying, this is black. You're like, no, it's not. Oh, you're, you're evil. That's all they got is illogic and lies. Continue is narrowly tailored to achieve that interest. But I think anytime someone tries to do anything that might limit free speech, people claim censorship. I mean, just look at the case the Supreme Court heard today about efforts by the states of Florida and Texas to prevent social media companies from moderating content online. And they call it censorship, that they are trying to silence conservative voices. Uh, of course, Social media companies are private actors who are not bound by the First Amendment. And so we need to have a conversation and common sense solutions to these things. Instead, we throw out terms like censorship and call each other names. They always say common sense gun control. Take all your guns, let the criminals have them. There's federal law that the big tech companies are utilities and aren't supposed to control speech other than criminal activity. So she wants to make free speech illegal. Continue. We throw out terms like censorship, we call each other names, we use labels, and we, we all retreat to our opposite sides. We need to be pragmatic and come with, up with real solutions. But it is, I think, one of the things that makes America particularly vulnerable to disinformation. Because the mainstream media never lies to you. They're never involved in disinformation. All right, the great Jay Dyer is about to take over. All I ask is when we post these videos that are cuts of this live show today, Band out video, you share them, you re-upload them. You really are the power out there, and that everybody uh, also re-promote the stuff we post at Real Alex Jones on X and the other Infowars channels and other hosts. Uh, please remember, we got great products at Infowarsstore.com. Amazing stuff like Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Nitric Boost, Next Level Foundational Energy, Turbo Force. It's all at Infowarsstore.com. But you look at that woman; she has almost no viewers. She's pathetic, but she's just hissing and lying to you and telling you to put your hands up and slow roll in the fight against her so she can rule you because she wants to be an alpha, not in the regular system building something innovative, but through the power structure to dominate and silence people. She's a mercenary of corruption. She's a mercenary of the new world order. So counter her by sharing Infowars.com forward slash show, band out video, real Alex Jones, and realize we're in a war against these people and we will beat them. But maybe not in time to stop them starting World War Three. All right. Jay Dyer takes over in hour number four, then at 3 p.m. Central, about an hour and two minutes. Owen Schroyer takes over. And then weekday mornings, 8 a.m., American Journal with Harrison Smith. God bless you all. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, 
the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome to the fourth hour of the Alex Jones. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. And today we're talking about the subject matter of God, the devil, angels, demons, and intelligence agencies, because a lot of what Alex talked about today was very fitting for this subject. He talked about real religion, real spirituality, that many of the institutions, many of the churches that are out there, not just churches, but also other religions, Islam, um, other world religions, Judaism as well, they, they tend to have inner core groups within them, oftentimes connected to the state or foreign actors that utilize the religious group or the religious organization as a form of soft power or a tool of state control. I like to call this institutional capture. Uh, I don't mean that every institution in the world is captured. I don't mean that every institution is subversive or is controlled uh, necessarily, but certain institutions have been penetrated for a long time, and I don't just mean penetrated like Klaus's cabinets, I mean penetrated by non-state actors, NGOs, foundations, intelligence agents. And the best example of this is, no, uh, well, we could talk about the Vatican itself as a global intelligence agency, so to speak. That's what it's called in the intelligence literature. I'm not saying that every individual Roman Catholic is bad or part of a vast conspiracy saying that a lot of institutions are corrupted based on the structure of the institution. So sometimes an institution can be corrupted from the top down if it's a <clears throat> very top-down structure. And, of course, after Vatican I, the, Vatican, the Roman Catholic Church becomes a very top-down structure. 
<clears throat> other institutions can be co-opted in other ways, like particularly just money. There is ideological compromise. Uh, there is um, sexual compromise. There's also ego. So a lot of different techniques. The acronym is MICE, M-I-C-E, that's typically used for how people can be co-opted and compromised. And this is no, it's not a purely state thing. So we think of uh, politicians, presidents, we think of world leaders being in the past assassinated or <clears throat> maybe compromised because they had pictures of them at uh, Epstein Island or pictures of them at uh, a whorehouse or something like this, right? If you watch The Godfather uh, in The Second Godfather, you notice that the family compromises a local politician who won't pass laws that are amenable to the family's uh, gambling enterprises. And so they compromise him when he visits one of the Corleone whorehouses. Now, <clears throat> that's a classic technique. There's nothing new about espionage and compromise in that way. But we always think of this as a thing that goes on in the state sphere. But in reality, this goes on in all spheres because of power relations. So if you're a government entity, for example, you want to use, even if you don't totally control, you want to you want to steer or manipulate various institutions within your domain, within your country, within your jurisdiction <clears throat> to go along with your power or your soft power. So the reason that religion matters in the global sphere of geopolitics and espionage and power relations is that religion is one of the key elements of controlling perception, telling people where to, to look, what to believe, to base their lives around. And so to control religion has always been uh, an unquenchable desire on the part of the state. You go back to early Christianity, for example, the church was uh, uh, wanting, it wanted to be, co the, the, the state wanted to co-opt the early church to teach various forms of Christianity that would make the state God. You had Aryan emperors, for example, uh, in the fourth century that wanted to turn the church into an Aryan institution. You had other emperors later on who wanted to make it an institution that really in, in, in practice just submitted to the emperor or the state. Ancient empires, they did the same thing where the emperor's the god. And <clears throat> this idea, though, of spheres of power and limitations to power, this typically comes out of Western law theory, the Bible, Mosaic law, biblical law, uh, Christian canon law, and so forth. These heritage traditions that we have in the West help us to protect and set up boundaries. And when we talk, when we come back, we're going to talk more about that with institutional capture on the Alex Jones Show. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I'll cut down to one. and uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top-notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top-notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real red pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it.
back to the fourth hour of the Alex Jones Show. My guest host Jay Dye. We're talking about institutional capture. We're talking about <laughs> the heritage of the West and Western civilization and the laws and limitations of firewalls that are in place, ultimately to try to protect our basic values, our basic institutions, <clears throat> and our ways of life. And religion plays a key role in that. It might not be as important in the modern day as it was years ago, but it still plays a key role. <clears throat> and there's no better way to understand this notion of institutional capture than to go back to really the World War II period. Now, obviously, there was institutional capture or attempts at that prior to World War II when we get into the history of British intelligence and the networks that British intelligence used in the Freemasonic lodges throughout the UK, throughout the empire, as their intelligence operative network, right? So that's what the lodges functioned as. And by the time that we get to the 20th century, particularly right after World War II, the beginning of the OSS, and I'm talking about this because there was a great book that recently came out from an academic. This is not a conspiracy book, not a book that claims that the whole world is run by Jesuits or anything like that, although the Jesuits do have a long-time close connection to the Central Intelligence Agency, particularly, particularly at the time of Vatican II in connection to people like John Courtney Murray. But this book that came out recently called Aaron into the Wilderness, and it's about the uh, history of the relationship between the CIA uh, and religion. And the early chapters really focus on key characters like Wild Bill Donovan, the first uh, sort of leader and head, the American James Bond, some called him, who was the first head of the OSS, uh, the, the, the predecessor to the CIA in 1942. And so when FDR put uh, Donovan in, Donovan had some of these ideas that, quote, religion is the key to OSS and CIA manipulation. So immediately after World War II, Donovan went into uh, meetings with the Vatican, meetings with uh, the papacy at that time to recruit uh, as much of the Vatican apparatchiks as he could into the post-war efforts uh, after World War II and then into the Cold War. So to really make the uh, Roman Catholic institution not just against communism, which I think makes perfect sense. Anybody who's religious would be a natural uh, ally against atheism and Sovietism and communism. But the problem is that Donovan and then his successors there at the agency, people like Ed Lansdale and others, uh, Lansdale, I don't think it wasn't a Catholic, but many others who were in the agency, uh, people like William Casey, William Colby, they were, of course, pretty devout traditional Catholics, and I'm not faulting them for wanting to oppose communism. But the, the problem is that, and this was really the brainchild of Donovan and then, and then Lansdale, was that if the CIA could really embed and get its tentacles into the Vatican, then the Vatican would no longer really be an institution that functioned as something outside of the sphere of American influence and American soft power. So what happened is that and this this book, again, from academia, uh, Michael Graziano, Aaron into the Wilderness, Religion and the History of the CIA, details the means and methods and tricks that were used to get into and to really, in a way, uh, steer. I wouldn't say totally control, but to really make sure that the papacy, the Vatican, which is the central, you know, most uh, populous form of Christianity, or what we call Christianity in the modern world, Obviously, they saw it as not just a natural ally in the Cold War against atheism, but a, a, a very powerful institu institution to try to control and steer. And so if they could do that, 
uh, they would have the ability then to turn that institution to any of America's goals and any future conflicts. And if people are looking to try to understand what's going on with the Vatican and this kind of stuff nowadays, well, many writers uh, outside of Catholicism, even within Catholicism, people like David Wimhoff, have talked about the fact that the odd actions, uh, not just of the post-Vatican II post, but of Pope Francis in supporting the World Economic Forum's agendas, supporting outright extreme versions of globalization and uh, calling for a world economic authority, calling for more power and authority to the United Nations and supporting UNESCO and now moving towards the blessing of uh, gay unions and so forth. It makes perfect sense when we understand this post-World War II, post-Cold War, or during the Cold War, uh, embedding. And uh, Donovan even used the terminology of making alliances that would then allow manipulation on the part of Western intelligence agencies. And it's not just the CIA. Remember, the CIA was really established by British intelligence. So this is really all Western intelligence, so to speak, in a loose sense, the five eyes and so forth, really having the ability to tell institutions like the Vatican, you're going to go along with this. And if you don't, well, maybe some of those pictures of the cardinals and other people involved in, uh, you know, Vatican orgies, which has all come out uh, in mainstream news, by the way. Maybe more of that comes out. Maybe more of this uh, pedophilia stuff comes out. So you see the blackmail is a key element to this. And a lot of intelligence writers have pointed out that blackmail, if you just look at the Cold War, both sides of the Cold War were very interested in having dirt and blackmail on clerics. The KGB would famously blackmail many clerics in the Vatican. And you can read both sides of the conflict. You can read uh, uh, writers who have a more pro-Soviet and pro-liberal uh, bent in the Cold War. They'll say the same thing as writers that are more uh, Cold Warrior, more neocon about the Cold War. They'll say the exact same thing. So it's not even controversial. We know that, for example, when the Soviets took over Russia, they did the same kind of model. They would have uh, tiers, and I've interviewed experts on this uh, on my YouTube channel. They would have tiers of which clerics were not compromisable, maybe compromisable, compromised, and so forth. They would structure them. And so it wasn't all black and white, like, oh, the whole church was KGB. Or did the KGB take over the Vatican? Well, there were periods when the KGB had some dirt and some influence in the Vatican, but never really took it over. In fact, John Paul II really solidified the union of the CIA and the Vatican at the close of the Cold War. And then John Paul II played a key role working with uh, the, the director of the CIA, Kissinger and others, many, many meetings there. And so there's this long history. Now, I've gone into a lot of detail with Operation Gladio, where we have the alliance of the CIA's Black Operations Division <clears throat> with the Vatican Bank and using that as a means, as a secret bank, to funnel a lot of money to uh, black ops using things like Opus Day, according to Paul Williams and his Operation Gladio. But I'm not going to rehearse all the Gladio stuff. But the point is <clears throat> that the goal was to make the religious entity a tool of American soft power. So that puts the church at the behest and the control of the state. And to be more precise, it's not Joe Biden that's calling the shots, right? It's the deep state. It's the shadow government the cryptocracy that's really calling the shots. And that's what now mainline academia and multiple books on the history of intelligence analysis are now admitting and coming forth with. 
For example, we had OSS operative Father Felix Morleone, who played a key role in Gladio, was instrumental in promoting ecumenism, the idea that the religion should come together and form a kind of a generic one-world religion. Bill Donovan himself was a huge promoter of ecumenism very early on, attended tons of interreligious gatherings, promoting the idea that all the religions have a common bond. <clears throat> Why do I talk about this? Well, <clears throat> ecumenism, this idea that all the religions should just sort of come together and just sort of find a lowest common denominator religion that's a supra-religion to unite around, is itself basically an OSS CIA-supported project. Now, it had support and money earlier on than that, the late 1800s, 1890s, somewhere in there, in 1895, I think, the Chicago World Conference, we had uh, <clears throat> different yogis coming and speaking at the World Conference of uh, uh, the Chicago World Conference. And then <clears throat> the Rockefellers particularly were impressed by, I think it was Swami Vivekananda or somebody like that. And, and the reason that Rockefeller <clears throat> back in the turn of the centuries found this to be so impressive was that he saw it as a way to capitalize on religion as a tool of American soft power. So if you could align Americanism with sort of Rockefeller ideology and Rockefeller ideas of sort of neoliberalism and to then make the religion conform to a lowest common denominator consumerist ideology, now you have a perfect tool for soft power. Remember, soft power is utilizing means that aren't kinetic warfare, that aren't outright battle to project power through things like entertainment, pop culture, music, Hollywood. Those are all forms of soft power. And this is very well known. You can go read, uh, I think, Joseph Nye, people from the Kennedy School of Government, uh, Harvard, and so many famous classic articles about exerting soft power. It's a, it's a part of modern warfare. And this gets into fourth, fifth generational warfare and all that. But <clears throat> the religious element is something that was pioneered by the OSS and CIA, utilizing religion on the part of intelligence operations, particularly not just the classic stuff of spying on somebody and getting dirt, but compromising people. And I, I suspect this plays a big role in the step down of Pope Benedict XVI some years back and the ascension of the first Jesuit Pope. Remember, the Jesuits play a key role here because, of course, Jesuit universities like Fordham, Georgetown, others, right? These are classic um, intelligence-connected universities. And those intelligence-connected universities, for example, uh, Fordham and others, played a key role in preparing for the coup in Ukraine, the Maidan coup, through religious dissension and religious revolution. And they did that by setting up an entirely concocted CIA church in the Ukraine, contrary to and in, in division from the already existing accepted canonical Orthodox Church. In fact, the Patriarch of Constantinople, prior to all this conflict, already accepted the canonical Orthodox Church there. But then for the purposes of the war, the division had to be fomented there religiously, ideologically, that preceded and then also continued into the actual Maidan coup in 2014. <clears throat> and that was all part of this larger strategic battle of neocons versus Putin. In fact, we just had Alex talking the, uh, today about the article that came out about how the CIA was involved in supporting and having bases in the Ukraine. Well, of course they did. But it wasn't just that. 
It was also there to exert religious soft power through the institutions and universities, often connected to American Jesuit and Catholic universities, to push and to foment the very same things that have been going on in these countries all the way back to World War II and Bill Donovan. Now, Bill Donovan is not the only one. In fact, Bill Donovan had intimate, close connections to Francis Cardinal Spellman and Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Other writers like David Wimhoff, as well as now <clears throat> mainline academics have pointed out that these people were working directly with Bill Donovan. In fact, Bishop Fulton Sheen was helping to recruit people for the OSS. He would send recruits to Bill Donovan, who would be potentially good uh, assets and agents. Now, I'm not focusing on just the Vatican to make Catholics mad or something like that, because the same thing happens, as I just said, in the Orthodox Church. And it extends to the Protestant world. The Rockefeller family, for example, put tons and tons of millions of dollars throughout the 20th century into Protestant educational institutions to co-opt, subvert, and steer those religious educational entities. In fact, at times they even created seminaries. I think Union Seminary is a Rockefeller creation. And it doesn't just stop there because the Rockefellers were also involved in utilizing Protestant missionaries to go and find ripe areas for exploitation of oil and resources in Latin and South America. Now, there's a whole book on this called Thy Will Be Done. And I'm not saying that all missionaries are bad they're all or they're all part of this big giant conspiracy. Most missionaries don't have any idea. They're well-meaning. They're well-intentioned. But some missionaries are a uh, – that's a classic cover for intelligence operations just like USAID is a classic cover, just like being a journalist is a classic cover. And in fact, even religious entities have been uh, classically covers for not just espionage, but <laughs> weapons trafficking, money laundering, all the craziest things you could think of have at times utilized religion, churches, international aid entities for the purpose of cutouts. So sometimes those are cutouts. And it gets pretty sophisticated because I'll give you an example. The OSS suggested, as one example, uh, according to Graziano, that the Vatican should participate. Now, the Vatican and, and nobody went with, went for this, but this gives you an idea of the kind of thing that was suggested. <clears throat> the OSS would poison Hitler and Mussolini, causing them to become blind. <clears throat> the Pope would then come on the radio and announce that God had cursed the enemies of the world allied forces, and this was a divine sign. Now, they pushed and they wanted either Pius, I think Pius XII is who they're talking about this time, <clears throat> but nobody went for this. But this gives you an idea. Another plan that they uh, came up with, which was wild, according to Graziano, was that Ed Lansdale proposed that in Cuba, the CIA should stage a second coming of Christ. Did you not? It's actually dealt with in the book. <laughs> There's a whole chapter on this, <clears throat> the chapter on Ed Lansdale. Um, who was the successor, you could say, to mastering the usage of religious ideology by the OSS and CIA. So you have Donovan really pioneering the idea, and then uh, Lansdale into the Cold War really perfecting it with a, a lot of uh, in, uh, finesse, you could say. But <clears throat> Lansdale came up with the idea, well, if we wanted to turn simplistic, superstitious Catholics in Cuba against Castro, the best way to do this would be to, and he doesn't say how, or this came out, I think, in the church committee hearings. We don't know exactly how this would go down, but the idea was we'll stage 
a second coming of Jesus, Jesus will in some way tell everyone that Castro is the Antichrist. This would then flip Cuba over to the side of America in the Cold War. Now, that's just one example, right? This book goes into countless examples. For example, in World War II, the OSS uh, worked closely with a lot of Muslims to try to foment Islamic opposition to Japan. And the way they did this was come up with all kinds of uh, uh, banners and flags that would portray Japan and the, the Axis power of Japan as a pagan entity that wanted to destroy and suppress Islam, even though actually the Axis pow uh, powers typically had a good relationship with Islam. Now, I'm not pro-Islam. I'm not saying the Axis were the great heroes. I'm just pointing out that the techniques here of religious subversion, you're starting you to notice a pattern here. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> likewise, Ansdale, who had studied Buddhism and studied uh, Asian religions very intently, that was sort of his focus, Lansdale uh, came up with this idea in the Philippines that you could uh, play on the local superstitions by creating staged events like chupacabras and vampires. I'm not joking. <laughs> so like <laughs> Jamie's in there laughing. So chupacabras are basically a CIA operation. <laughs> so, I mean, not really, but sort of. Now, in the case of the Philippines, Lansdale came with the idea of utilizing the local superstitions about vampires to <clears throat> hang up the hooks, the hook rebellion, and the CIA was worried that the hook rebellion would side with communism, even though they weren't technically communist, they worried that it might flip over to a communist government. So what the CIA did was <clears throat> grab a bunch of dead bodies, drain them of blood, poke two holes in the neck to make it look like they had been drained by some vampire or chupacabra. So uh, this actually worked because it scared the locals into siding with, because they, they ran the propaganda that Right, that, that this was a sign to side with the pro-CIA government in the Philippines, and it ended up working, and it, it helped to shut down the hook, uh, hook rebellion. Now, that same idea of utilizing a lot of these symbols, another thing that they would do is that they would send soldiers into the hook camps, and they would paint all-seeing eyes everywhere. Now, this was Lansdale's idea because there was a superstition in a lot of places about the eye of God. And the eye of God, if it was there it was an omen, and maybe the, the demons or the entities had put it there to curse you or something like that. So utilizing superstition, utilizing curses, and guess what? This same principle, where does Lansdale go right after this? Directly into Vietnam to consult, I think, for seven or eight years in Vietnam. Phoenix program time, and what do we get, according to Douglas Valentine? The exact same technique of draining bodies. Uh, the, the same type of, you know, grotesque things where weaponizing serial killers, weaponizing uh, these really outlandish and outrageous macabre displays of bodies that were decapitated and had, you know, the kind of stuff that like cartels do, right? That's ex that, that's just Phoenix program stuff. <clears throat> now, there's no end to this. It gets even crazier because there was even an absurd plan that the Roman Catholic priest, Father John Island Gallery, together with Ed Lansdale, proposed to Donald Rumsfeld in the late 70s. And this was a plan to rebuild the city, the ancient city of Ephesus, with all of its churches and synagogues. And this would be a way to promote a new ecumenist religion uh, uh, in the region. 
for the purposes of what was called the NATO Peace Project. So literally, the NATO Peace Project was going to rebuild <laughs> Ephesus, and then this would somehow lead to everybody in the region coming into one world religion stuff, right? And so again, what this book highlights, and this is not written by a person who was a um, proponent of any religion I'm aware of, just an academic, but he's pointing out <clears throat> the usage of all of these tricks, techniques, and tactics that the intelligence agencies, particularly here of the West, would utilize on a grand scale at times. These are just the, there's plenty of examples that they did use. They did use the Muslims, for example, against uh, Japan. They did use uh, cannibals and, and serial killer type stuff against the Viet Cong in Vietnam, Phoenix program. So those things are real. They did propose a, a staged second coming, but that was not actually executed or done. Some of these wild stories and wild plans didn't actually come to fruition, but the wild stories and plans give you an idea of the type of things that they are engaged in. That's my point. So would it really seem strange that there might be a staged UFO alien encounter or disclosure? Of course not. I mean, if they're talking around batting around the idea of staging a second coming, of course they batted around and have in the cards the idea of promoting a fake and stage, a faking gay alien invasion, faking gay aliens, right? Of course, part and parcel. So the point is that ecumenism is a Cold War tool. In fact, one of the key elements that we might think about in terms of ecumenism is the idea of Jungian philosophy, Carl Jung. And Carl Jung, of course, is well known for the ideas of archetypes and kind of rebranding ancient platonic ideas into a way to decode psychology and dream analysis and all of this, right, as the successor to, uh, to Freud's psychoanalysis. <clears throat> so Carl Jung is very famous, and, and people like Jordan Peterson today are kind of a Reinstantiation of the a lot of the Jungian ideas. Not saying everything, but um, you know he's in that tradition. And what do we get with Carl Jung? Did you know that Carl Jung worked closely with the OSS? In fact, he was called Agent Four Eight Eight. Agent Four Eight Eight. That was Carl Jung's number as a secret OSS operative and informant. That's public information. So even people like Carl Jung were there. And why was Carl Jung so useful? Well, according to Graziano, archetypes. And religious commonalities form a perfect basis for creating a one world religion. This is the Outcho Jump Show. Don't go anywhere. I'm your ghost. This is Jay Dyer of Jay's Nelson. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888 253 
29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown. And it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. guest host Jay Dyer of Jason Houses. And we're talking about the history of institutional capture and particularly religious engineering, religious steering and control. And I was talking about Carl Jung and his agent name as Agent 488 in the OSS. And you can read uh, letters and transcripts and cables between Dulles, Alan Dulles and uh, uh, Carl Jung discussing his uh, informing and his dis- and this is relevant for one because a lot of people thought well Carl Jung uh, must have been a Nazi because of his philosophy and uh, different ideas that he put forth and 
By the way, I'm not saying that everything about archetypes is wrong. I've read a good bit of Carl Jung, and I've read a lot on the notions of archetypes in literature and in psychology and philosophy. So there's a lot there. I think it's a very profound insight, but it also can be used as a way to turn people away from things like Christianity or from Jesus and into this idea that, well, all the religions are just kind of masks of the one overriding super religion that we're all in the process of discovering. And so one of the things that is a presupposition of the ecumenist movement that, again, the CIA has fostered from the time of Bill Donovan all the way up through Vatican II and the Vatican II documents, which really absolutely just blew up ecumenism throughout the world post-Vatican II. It's the Second Vatican Council of the Roman Catholic Church and its liberalization. It's necessary for where we got to today in terms of the uh, religious world and the promotion of ecumenism. Now we see, for example, uh, Pope Francis promoting the idea of a uh, a weird three cubes building in, uh, I think, Abu Dhabi called the the monotheistic faith, the Abrahamic faith center, where all the world religions that are monotheistic now can come together and worship these big, weird energy cubes or something. Literally, if you watch the video, it's like, you know, uh, Autobots, <laughs> right? Uh, Nathaniel Witwicky, come worship me at the Apostate World Center. That's my Optimus Prime. That's because they've got these cubes. If you watch the video where they're bringing these cubes of light and it's like three cubes, it looks like the energy cubes from Transformers. Very bizarre, very weird stuff. But that's part of the ecumenist uh, model of steering everything into one giant world religion. Now, where, w- where do we get these ideas from? It's not directly, as we said, from Christianity, obviously. Jesus says that he's the way, the truth, and the law. There we go. There's the, the erection of the center. And one of the videos promoting this uh, weird uh, international faith center is a video where these where three kids, uh, a Muslim, a Jew, and a Christian, and there's the Pope Francis signing the declaration of this new entity together with the world religions and various the, the imam there together to say, that, oh, God wants all the world religions to be there in this, this new world religion. That was their declaration that they signed. This is all obviously a project with tons of money put into it. I mean, this doesn't come together from nowhere. This is for this is from the top down, you see. And so there's a there's a quote church which looks nothing like a church. I don't think there's even is there even a cross in there. I mean, it looks like you know a big giant concrete Soviet brutalist architecture, you know, squares everywhere. It looks it, it, it looks like a nightmare, right? Like, like parking garages. Do you want to church in a parking garage? <clears throat> um, but that's on purpose, by the way, because. You'll notice the change in aesthetics uh, in these weird world religion temples that they're building. Um, there is no aesthetic. The aesthetic is ugly, brutalism, just bizarre concrete boxes. Again, that's all Soviet stuff. You think, well, but isn't isn't a world religion? Isn't that a KGB communist Soviet thing? No, no. Ultimately, it's a Western funded thing. So here's this so-called church. Uh, doesn't even recognizably look like a church. Um, yeah, just hideous. And, but it's hideous on purpose. And notice there's not even a cross in there. <laughs> so it's like a, maybe up to one little tiny one over there. Uh, it's like a Unitarian, um, uh, universalist type of, of structure. So very little to do with Christianity in this whole thing. And really it's a Christ, quote Christianity that then melds with the fake world religion. Now, where do we get this idea of a fake world religion? 
We talked about the money that's put into it uh, with uh, the funding that came through Rockefeller money for co-opting the Protestant institutions in the, in the U.S. But there was also money <clears throat> that, and, and influence that went into funding British thinkers and structures, Royal Society and so forth, where Aldous Huxley, for example, uh, long, long ago wrote a book about called the perennial, about this called the perennial philosophy. Um, a lot of people don't technically call him a perennialist, but in that book, he talked about the future world religion and he was writing very, uh, in, in a lot of uh, synonymity with his uh, cohort, H.G. Wells, who wrote a book before that called God the Invisible King. So in God the Invisible King, H.G. Wells said, we're going to create a fake world religion. And it'll really be a cloak or a cover for our inner scientism controlled New World Order cult. But it'll have the trappings of whatever religion you want in the exterior. <clears throat> so a few decades later, Huxley writes perennial philosophy and has his drug experiences and he comes to the realization that, uh, well, well, of course, I've seen, I've seen all realities one. When you take the drug, you see, of course, all, real, all realities one. So he has this mystical experience of monism. All realities one, dude. <clears throat> now he's hanging out with a famous character you might have heard of partying and doing acid with Aleister Crowley. And there's a great book by Dr. Richard Spence called Secret Agent 666, Aleister Crowley, British Intelligence and the Occult. And what Spence argues is that probably Huxley got the ideas for MKUltra from Aleister Crowley's previous drug diaries. So Crowley wrote these drug diaries where he was recording the experiences of himself and other people on various drugs. And then Huxley, presumably according to the thesis of Spence, saw this. He'd been partying and doing who knows what butt stuff with Crowley. <clears throat> and they came up with the idea, why don't we use this for some kind of project? And so the British version via Tavistock and other entities of what would become MKUltra in America was born. And so you had two two sides of the Atlantic basically engaged in the same research and study about controlling and mastering not just uh, not just the exterior domain of the uh, you know full spectrum dominance, but mastering the inner domain, the mind, psi war, mind war, etc. This literally comes directly out of the occult studies of British intelligent asset Aleister Crowley and his idea of a new satanic aeon that would that would emerge uh, in our day. So I'm not saying that everybody in the establishment is a Crowley. I'm just giving one example of how religion, <clears throat> not just the traditional religions of the West, of Judaism and Islam and Christianity, but religion that's even fringe, weird cults, satanic groups, sects, are also part of this overall structure for experimentation, to study mind control. We all know probably of the longtime connection between the CIA and Scientology. This is partly why other countries like Russia have banned entities like Jehovah's Witnesses and Scientology because they are often used as cutouts and covers for espionage. We read and talked about in the Johan Ratio book and his history of Fabianism, how when the Fabians came to power and got a lot of influence in Britain in the late 1890s, tw uh, 1910s, 20s, 30s, they really pushed, especially through people like Bertrand Russell, Beatrice and Sidney Webb, the Islamicization of the UK first. And the way they did that was not to bring in a bunch of Wahhabis, which was really a Muslim brotherhood, a British intelligence operation to begin with, 
but they actually brought in Sufis. And Sufis are mystical Islam, kind of pan-religious, archetypal Jungian Islam. That prepared the way then for decades later where we are now of Londonistan with giant uh, Islamic population now being imported into the UK. That was by design. And that was the test bed and the first dry run for then the rest of Europe becoming Islamicized by design. It would say Fabian plan. There's an entire chapter on the Fabians talking about it because they said we will use Islam as a means to bring in the one world socialist order. Doesn't matter whether Islam is socialist or not. That, that, that was the point. The point was it's a tool. It's a piece of the puzzle. It's a step to getting to the final goal. Final goal being, as we said, down the road, the eventual one world government, one world religion. All of these entities talk about this and they're strategizing. It's in their books. This is the Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere. We're talking about religious institutional subversion. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies. 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarstore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is listener-supported. And we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. 
Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Nelson. We're talking about how the system infiltrates, co-ops, and steers religious institutions as a very important, crucial part of soft power. To control and manage perception, as Henry Kissinger said, is more important than the facts. So controlling how people perceive the facts, way more important than the facts. And so you can see why religious institutions have to be steered, co-opted, controlled, managed. And that's all part of the long-term global game plan. We we're talking about Huxley, uh, the, the drug diaries of Crowley, <clears throat> how this formed a basis for the idea of... <clears throat> co-opting and giving the world a new, co-opting existing religions, <clears throat> giving a new religion. <clears throat> in fact, in the last chapter of uh, <clears throat> Doors of Perception, Huxley says that we could uh, experiment with mass drugging of the populace and then maybe something like a kind of a, a quasi-New age type of religion. So the New Age movement is a classic example of this. Huxley says that that could be a type of future world religion where all the religions are basically blended into one. Oh, they're all saying the exact same thing, which, by the way, is a contradiction. Uh, all the world religions are not saying the same thing. Uh, you know, some of them are exclusive, right? So if you're an exclusivist religion where you think that that's the only way, well, then you're not the same as the religions that are not exclusivist, right? This is a very basic, obvious contradiction behind or involved in the idea that all the religions are basically, quote, saying the same thing. But it's very useful for the extension of, throughout, as we said, the Cold War, Americanism and American soft power to make sure that entities like the Vatican, entities like the Roman Catholic Church, entities like, excuse me, that's the same, entities like the Protestant Church and even the Orthodox Church signed on to and became a part of the, uh, the intelligence establishment's projected goals and power. But that was a stage that was successful in many ways. Now we're at a new stage where the push is the next phase, the next level of extending beyond what we saw at, uh, you know, Vatican II with its ecumenism or the, uh, the push for one world religion that's been going on throughout the 20th century. Now we're at this phase where it's kind of blending into an actual thing that's manifesting in real time and space. 
this very uh, faith center that you're seeing here. Now, one good positive sign of this is that the, a lot of people don't really like this, right? Because this watering down, it really kind of makes the religions irrelevant and they're not really able to provide the healing and, and the, the, because they don't have the power. They're just sort of outward manifestations of various ideologies. And they're so watered down that not really offering much. And so the good news is that when these uh, religious uh, institutions adopt the sterilization philosophy that they inevitably do, and you could look, for example, at various Protestant denominations that adopted wholesale liberal ideology, and then, for example, um, gay marriage, things like that, those institutions, uh, women, priests, and bishops, quote-unquote, those institutions end up gradually withering away and dying because they've adopted an anti-male, anti-patriarchal death cult ideology. And they eventually literally end up pushing things like euthanasia, uh, popula uh, population control, depopulation, etc. They believe in those ideas, even pro-abortion, all of which are elements of sterility. And so they end up withering and dying. So that's a positive element to this, which is that, as people have even noted, uh, Pew Research studies and so forth, the only elements of societies, particularly in the West, that are growing population-wise are people with religious commitments. And we're speaking here of more traditional religious commitments, not weird New Age yoga chicks and stuff like that. No, actual religious beliefs that they adhere to and live by because they have families and they have children. They have extended families. And what's pushed by the establishment doesn't just undercut theology and dogma. It actually undercuts human life itself, right? Because you can't cut off how to live in life from the source of living in life, God, who is life itself, right? Life himself. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, John 14, 6. So you can't divorce yourself from that and then expect to have anything but death, sterility, decay, and withering away. So that's the good news. The good news is that those entities eventually kind of wither and die. And you can see this in the liberal Protestant denominations, their memberships, their populations dropping. And in fact, for example, post-Vatican II, many, many studies have come out that the Roman Catholic world, after its adoption and dogmatization of liberalism of Vatican II, its seminaries, its countries and populations, its priests, its religious dropping, religious attendance. For example, Europe, Roman Catholic Church religious attendance in Europe, dropping, bottomed out post-Vatican II. Other churches, Orthodox Church, growing. Why is that? Because once you adopt these principles, you're adopting death. When you adopt the ideology of the death cult, doesn't matter what costumes you wear, doesn't matter what lesbian bishops put on their costumes, like you're not that <laughs> any more than if I put on a, a basketball jersey. Like I'm now, oh, I'm a pro basketball player. I'm wearing the jersey. No, it's just a costume. So if you don't have the, the power, if you don't have the thing itself, the externals don't matter. I'm not saying externals never matter. But externals don't matter as much as the internal. That's what really matters. And then the externals are supposed to reflect the internal. So they're both good, but the internal is obviously more important. But 
the real danger, I think, is not understanding that authentic religion, authentic spirituality, authentic Christianity, for example, is not going to be found in any of these institutions that are openly funded and promoted by the existing establishment. And it tries to put its tentacles into every one of these. So even megachurches, even if you're in some Protestant independent thing, a lot of those can still be infected by uh, the power structure and influenced by uh, various ideological subversions. So it's a very difficult time. I really appreciate what Alex said in the first hour. It was a very good exposition of the basics about how we really have to find our sense of right and wrong, our basic morality, our the Ten Commandments, right, this kind of stuff. These are the basics we start with. And like Joe Rogan was even saying, like it's looking like things are getting so crazy. Even Joe Rogan saying, hey, maybe it's time to look at Jesus. Maybe it's time to look at the idea of the Ten Commandments because you know, societies that are based around things like the Ten Commandments, man, they sure do seem to work and flourish a lot better than the societies that don't have it. Because the societies that don't have it, you're just a cog in the system. You don't have, quote, rights, or you don't have value or human dignity because in those systems and those ideologies, you're not made in the image of God. You're not a reflection of the divine. You're just a cog in the system. You're just a meaningless manifestation of muck, a pond scum although a little bit more evolved. But by the way, you're also told that you're a god and they're going to download you in a computer and uh, you'll evolve into becoming some sort of neo-gnostic techno-deity in the future. No, it's all lies. You're not going to be downloaded into a computer. Okay, Noah, Yuval Harari, Klaus, all those people, they're lying to you. And when they they even lie to your face and contradict themselves by saying that there's no such thing as consciousness, there's no such thing as free will, but by the way, we'll upload your consciousness to the cloud. Well, how are you going to upload something that you just said doesn't exist? You see, so that they're just lying. They're they're caught. They're sales pitch men. That's all that is. So the reality is that we are in a spiritual battle. We are in a spiritual warfare. And now that things are getting really crazy, people are starting to see that. Hey, wow! Looks like actual demon goblins are being let loose on the population. The population is becoming channels for those demons and goblins. People are becoming more and more possessed. I think I've done multiple fourth hours. Here uh, on the Alex Jones Show, saying that it looks like more and more individuals are becoming possessed. There's a great Orthodox Christian article called How a Nation Becomes Possessed. And they're writing about what happened when the communist revolution took over uh, Russia. And there was, a, uh, I think, a Christian bishop at the time who was writing about it. And he was saying that the experience, the manifestation was so wild that it's almost like the whole not literally the whole country, but uh, but a large portion of the country became demonized to this bizarre delusion. And it's exactly what we see today with the bizarre delusions that people in America, the ones that are dumbed down, the ones that are, you know, don't have any moral compass, don't have any uh, inclination to seek the truth or to, to know God and so forth, they're being given over, it would seem, as Paul says, to a delusion. And so they're buying into the wildest things, the wildest ideologies. This is the option. I just want to remind you that I'll be in uh, Los Angeles with Jamie Kennedy, the uh, great comedian from Scream, Jamie Kennedy Experiment, and so forth. Uh, March 15th, if you go to my Twitter, you will see at the top the link. Get your tickets March 15th to come see us. Five hours of lectures on all the stuff that you've heard today and more. Also, you can get my red book at my website in the shop, Jason Alsa, 600 pages of my best essays. And support InfoWars by going to the store and buying those products. 
But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnenolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit Visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. 